All right, just sitting here. I'm Joe Murray. Literally, I have just been sitting here, sitting there, sitting everywhere. Um, but today we got uh, Matt Dolloff from 98 of the Sports. I'm joining us in just a little bit. He's from the content team. Uh, so we'll bring him in in a minute. Uh, these have been fun. The just sitting here. I, I just want to let everyone know. Uh, appreciate all the feedback. Um, appreciate everyone's time. Uh, that's how this thing started. Was um, I was bored? Uh, obviously, with uh, everything happening in the world, there's uh, not as much airtime, and I wanted to continue to to find ways to create content, uh, whether it was sports related, whether it was not. Uh, so that's how this whole thing started, and um, a lot of great feedback. And, of course, if you want to hear any of the past shows, uh, Just Sitting Here is on Spotify, on YouTube, and on iTunes. Uh, the numbers are very good. I, I don't want I, I didn't do it for the numbers, uh, but they've been very good. Um, so I appreciate everyone's feedback. Uh, tomorrow, today is going to be the last show with a guest for, for until the holiday weekend. And then tomorrow we'll do a Q&A. I'll kind of wrap that up at the end of the show today. Uh, but also some other things tonight. There's a, a wrestling uh, dark side of the ring tonight. It's about Owen Hart. So all you wrestling fans, you know about Owen Hart. Uh, it's a big one tonight. So I'll recap that one um, tomorrow as well. And uh, there's some interesting actual sports stuff today that we can talk about. So that's why we're bringing Matt Dahl off in. And he is from 98.5 The Sports Hub. Uh, he writes on their content team. Um, Matt is a an interesting guy, I would say. Uh, he can do <laughs> voices of others. Uh, he likes to write. He likes to mimic uh, other stuff that's happening in the world. Uh, but welcome to Just Sitting Here, Matt. How are you today? Good, good. Thanks for having me. I apologize for everyone who just turned it off because they don't know who I am. No, we got 30 guests in the ringer right now, man. 31? 30? Uh, people can chat in, by the way. So this so shit is live. Oh yeah, dude, we're live. Okay, and you yeah, can I thought it was. Okay, yeah, so right now, right now, we're on Twitter. So all of my cool. Twitter, all of my Twitter audience is on. And if you want to jump in to your Twitter account and hit retweet, all of your Twitter people can then see you on. And I connected this uh, to your the worst place, but and, I'll, I'll uh, it is I'll retweet it. And then I and if you go to your Facebook account, I actually already tagged you on it. So oh, all shit. of your Facebook hmm. friends right, uh, can now here. see. Uh, but yes, people can chat in and we'll bring that up uh, up here during the show. So, Matt, what has been going on, man? Um, you know, <laughs> are you okay without sports? Is this Has this been hard on you? Have you been finding other avenues? Uh, like, what, like, how has this pandemic, this COVID-19... And, and listen, it's okay to be selfish here on the show. Like, trust okay. me, I, I get that there's people sick, there's people dying, like, we're all mentally, like, challenged right now. It goes without saying, man. I, I feel like you shouldn't have to say that shit for people not to react. Like, oh, people are dead. It's like, well, people are dead every day. So, I mean, I guess if, if we're going to stop doing shit because people are dying, then I guess let's not let's not do any yeah, podcast. And, and listen, I, I, this whole thing that we've been doing here is, like, we're not being insensitive or anything like that. It's... No. We're getting to know each other. Like, this is what we do. Right, I, yeah. bring, I bring someone on. Let's get to know you. Let's shoot the shit, and we'll go home. Um, but how how are you handling this? How is everything going with you? I'd say it's been easier for me than probably a lot of people because, you know, I love sports, but I'm not like, it's not my only interest. I'm into a lot of different other things. So, I mean, I've been able to pass the time and keep myself occupied with a lot of other different things that I've done. So, I mean, I haven't really needed 
uh, sports. Like I don't need to be watching a game every single night to be able to enjoy myself. But um, I wouldn't mind having the Stanley Cup playoffs back. But uh, well, you know, that, I'm into could... other things. I mean, I I'm, I'm relatively okay. I'm not totally losing my shit. All right, so that's what I, I actually. You're you're an interesting man. Uh, when you say you, my my antennas right now are like you know yeah whoa what are the what are the what are the kind of interesting things is uh I don't want to go down that road well we, we're going to in a minute here okay um but again Matt Dallas from ninety eight five the sports hub he writes a ton you might hear his voice uh on the Adam Jones program as he's the guest on there I've had him on on the weekends um as well but this is how we start off every single podcast Matt. What's and that? it's a bit it's it's a big one. So Uh-oh. if you could only be quarantined with one person from the sports hub, who would that person be? One person from the entire sports hub. Oh, it's easy to say my boss, isn't it? <laughs> oh, you gonna them. suck up to the boss? No, no, I wouldn't suck up to him. <laughs> he, he leaves me alone unless we do my own thing. So I feel like if we were quarantined, he'd do the, the same thing. See, I feel, like, um, I feel like some. I feel like somebody w- like in a quarantine, like you know, my my pick was Dan Lifshatz, and, and the reason oh God, why I couldn't I couldn't do Lifshatz, but I understand yeah. why you would pick that. Well, no, here's the deal: it has nothing to do with the gambling or any of that shit. It's just that when we we're like partners because I let him, we let each other do each other's thing. Do you get it? Yeah, you got like, chemistry. Yeah, like no, like Dan like screams at people and argues with people and makes friends with them that way. You know what I mean? So like everyone's yeah. like Joe, you got to check your boy. Like you know, he's just, there's just you're, you know, you you how do you know you can you're easy to talk to, and he's not. That's just what he does. So I don't get involved. You know what I mean? Like right, yeah. He he like has his thoughts on his things, and he just he just does it. You know, like like this is my like we put that line in the room. This is mine. That's yours, and we get along. So that you know, and we we don't really like we've hung out. It's funny. Like you do a show with somebody once, twice a week. You see mm. the kid every week, and it's like I went out one night with our wives, and it was like, "What do we, what do we talk about?" Right. <laughs> you know what He's I mean? Let me run out of shit. So I mean, so I, so, all the time. So I asked you. Twitter pages are a good example of how different you two are because he'll fucking he'll jump in the mud and play with anybody about anything. <laughs> but that's a, I always you, like, get it together over there, lift shit. Jeez, don't, don't you want someone in your foxhole like that though? If I had, to, I mean, if I had to go argue with some idiot on Twitter, I guess I'd yeah, he would be one of my. Uh, well, tag team partners. Oh, oh, real quick, quick story. Uh, so we put together a, a tailgate um, at Gillette last year. It was the Cowboys mm-hmm. game in uh, at Gillette, and we got like T-shirts made. We had a we had a tent. We got food. Like it was. Uh, we met Ryan Schwartz from the street team down there. Oh, fucking, God, I know him. Pouring, well. dude. Fucking pouring. Right. So we like. Oh, I remember into, this game. Yeah. So we yeah. get into the uh, Rodman Center or whatever. And all of a sudden, people start noticing, like me and Dan. But like people chirp us, right? Like we oh, might yeah. go fucking ten and one in picks, but that one loss is a mo- it's like you guys suck, you oh, know? Of course, that's what everyone but, remembers. Everyone remembers the bad beats and the losses, you know. But but dude, do you know how many people like walked up to us, said hello to us, and when they left, they were like, "Dude, why do people talk shit to you?" <laughs> like I'm like I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a big dude, okay? Like, but I, I'm I'm a friendly big dude, like. You piss me. It's like the, the nicest guys when you piss them off. That's, you know, 
you learn something. It's like the big show, right? And, uh, and well, people like wouldn't say, yeah, people wouldn't say shit to you in person because you're yeah. a large, imposing, <laughs> uh, very wide individual. But the so, thing I mean, is, but Dan is like the ways to get through a doorway. That's not someone <laughs> I'm going to mess with, you know. But Dan has the tick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dan, like Dan's a lunatic. <laughs> yes, but like me, I'm just like, hey, what's up, man? Like, let's be cool. Oh but like every single person was like. I don't know why anybody talks shit to you guys. I don't know why anybody calls you fat. And it's like, well, you know, that's what Twitter is, right? Like you can, right, yeah. you, you can get away with that. Anyways, long story short, uh, it, we got soaked that day. They won the game and we bet we hit our bet and that's all that matters. But who would you want to be quarantined with? All right. If I had to pick a guy from the sports hub, I'll pick, I'll pick my guy, Sean Silver. And here's why. Cause he's also really good at impressions. And uh, we could put on some old wrestling clips and start cutting problems with each other. He can start doing his macho man. I'll do a little stone cold, you know, something like that. I feel like we'd have fun if we had to hang out. We were forced the, to it. Sean's the man. Uh, I, he's actually, and this isn't, a, I love everybody. Okay. Right. Sean, yeah. Sean's my favorite guy to work with. Like if they're going to throw yeah. me for five hours at night, you know, filling in for someone, I want, I want Sean Silver. You know, I, yeah. I it, it's, it's because I like to go off the rails. You know, how serious can you take a lot of this shit, right? Like, you know. I try to take not yeah, much of it seriously. Yeah, ex exactly. Like, dude, I'll never forget this. His wife, his wife, his fiance at the time was a lawyer. Uh, and uh, the, the flake age shit was going on. And these terms were coming over. We had no fucking clue. None. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, just text your wife. Text her. I'll fucking put her on the AT&T expert hotline. Like, you oh, know course, what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, let's do it, man. But, like, we, like, learned together, man. Like, we got thrown into the fire. And then after a while, like, I found out he likes the traveling Wilburys, which is uh, right here. Oh, my uh, yeah, I was wondering who that was. Yeah. Is that yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan? I forgot who everyone who was no, in that. No. Place. So you, you got Tom Petty. You got Bob Dylan. You got George Harrison. Roy Orbison. And Jeff Lynn. Okay, yeah, George Harrison is the one I forgot. But dude, that the, all right, and I might I might save this one for the weekend here. But they are the greatest supergroup of all time. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I might never really. I've honestly never thought about that. Put on the catalog. But, well, write it if down. you go by the just if you just look at it on paper, you look at the collection of talent. That's a pretty good pick. That's a, it's a damn good pick. And like Tom, Pet <laughs> Tom Petty's like one of the, the top picks you can make. He's like in the background. It's like, oh, you right, got yeah. a Beatle, you got Bob Dylan, you got Roy Orbison, and the guy from ELO. Yeah, and Tom <laughs> Petty's your like your fourth guy. <laughs> exactly. Tom yeah. Petty's your Steve Kerr. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but but Sil Silver's great, man. Like, you know, what what I and he's kind of similar to you in a point where, you know, you guys are sports fans, you might have interests in other things, but you know, when you discuss sports, you're kind of painting a picture or putting humor to it. You know, um, I try. I, I I would say that's probably your approach. Is that is that wrong? Or, no, no, no. Or, that's I think I nailed that. Correct. Uh, it, like what I've learned from at least from two years being at the sports hub full time, well, really five years full time writing sports, is that I just can't take the negative shit too much. You know, it's like at the end of the day, how how negative can you really be? You can't be bitching about everything all the time, and especially like in this day and age with how much this city is one i just can't i don't consider myself part of that whole thing like if i if i if i feel if i think something's bad i'll say it but i mean i don't know i kind of try to let shit roll off my back and try to joke about it if you don't think it's funny that's fine but i mean i don't you know, know i don't i don't get the whole like getting pissed off and arguing with <laughs> people that you don't even know 
All right, so I, I do get sometimes I do I I can't I don't know what it is like I I'm uh, I'm I'm kind of the guy like this is the hill I'm gonna die on and I'll fight you for it like, like well, I'm on some hills I mean I'm not saying I've, I'm not a, a, above it I I'll always die on a hill and then I feel like a piece of shit for about three hours and then I like get off Twitter for a month and then dude if there's and then anything... I'll start dying back in and the cycle repeats so here's the deal, like, this man. place is dangerous. I've been in radio for 13 years, okay? I'm still part-time. I've been full-time at other stations. Like, I'm in a grind at the sports up here. We all know what it's like, right? It's yep. about the ratings and paying the bills and sponsorships and all that bullshit. I think that's what it's about. And, you know, the sports is a well-oiled machine, right? Why fuck up a good Absolutely. thing? And, yeah, we all want our opportunities. Um, I'll share a few of those things quickly uh, in a bit. Just from some of the guys that are on your team and where they've been before mm-hmm. to where they are now. But where, where I'm going with this is that, you know, you can't be successful in this if you don't fail a little bit. And yeah. you have to swing and miss. Like, dude, one one day I was just like, all right, let's do our swing and miss takes. Takes that you fucking, you said that just didn't work out. Like, I'll bring up one. The Red Sox signed J.D. Martinez. He hit zero home runs in spring training. And I go, no, no way that dude hits 30 home runs this year. He hits fucking forty. You know that's what I mean? One. Like that was a good one. Th- but that's a that's a swing and mistake. You, yeah. you, know, you just you just swing and you miss. But you got to own it, right? If you're gonna right. if you're gonna say it and it doesn't happen, like Dan Lifshatz to this day, Pat Mahomes is gonna be a bust. You know what I mean? And like I mm. still to this day, I'm like Dan, I can't let you live that one down. But he did take Lamar Jackson to be the MVP last year. So it's kind of like a, a give. We we hit some, we lose some. But at the right. same time, if you're going to be successful, you got to swing and miss, man. Yeah, I got one, but but quickly. Yeah, I'm probably going to take a swing on Lamar Jackson at some point this offseason. I, I might miss, but I don't. Like, are we sold on him? Is this guy is this guy still going to be good after one year? Because I've how many times have we seen these guys have one like epic year, and then everyone jumps on the train, and then you get to the next year, and it's like, oh, okay, maybe this guy isn't going to be a perennial MVP well, candidate. Well, did he show like that that loss last year? Um, I didn't think he was the reason. Like they, I wouldn't say run, he's the reason. No, I, they I couldn't think he run had, the football. He guys dropped. You, could, you had reason to criticize him for how he played at certain points, but he wasn't the reason they lost. No. Yeah. So, so that that's what I mean. I don't know if there's, you know, like Baker Mayfield's a guy I might say that about. Maybe he has a yes. He has to have a bounce back year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Mahomes I think is the real deal, and I, I don't know if it's because. Dude, the way that they he throws the football downfield, I don't think I've ever seen anyone do it like that. You know what <laughs> but I mean? that's the thing. But Mahomes, he had that. He had a second grade year, and he he came through in the clutch of the Super Bowl. So that he is the. So yeah, you, you got to give Mahomes credit now. Mm. Uh, that's what okay. I. That's what I put my value on. Okay, there's people checking in. Do I bet on table tennis? No. Uh, the real brick is checking in. Just waiting here for Matt to do an impromptu Felger Maz. But whenever, it's, whenever you want, well, if I do it now, it's not impromptu. Uh, that's what I mean. So whenever you want to pop that out there, um, <laughs> you do it. Uh, just a couple of things quickly. Um, you mentioned, you know, you don't really care about sports right now. And uh, all right, so I I'm didn't again. say that. No, no, no. You're, just, you're okay. <laughs> I you can you survive without it. You said you're into other things. So I need, I need Stanley Cup playoffs back. Okay. If I, I I could survive with just that if that's all they were going to bring back. It, but continue, it look, sorry. It looks like we're close. <laughs> no, but listen, Governor Baker 
you know, the guy has an announcement on sports and it's like, all right, no fans, like mm-hmm. no Fenway Park, you know, this summer. Well, fine. No, no, no sweet. Do you think they'll p- still play Sweet Caroline in the eighth inning? And, and by the way, no, no, what I want to really give you credit not. for, I, I'm we're jumping, but that's fine. That's what we do. It's a fucking podcast. Um, know what I like that you did, by the way? What's that? Tom Brady's a free agent, right? And oh, it's like, thing. I think oh, I know and, where you're going. And it's with like, it. uh, and it's like Tom Brady's eating pizza from a Memphis place. He's going to Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, hey, oh, hey, Tom Brady's kissing Giselle, and she's wearing this. So maybe what we saw in this is that Tom Brady likes this and likes that. So he might be, he might be going There's there. The golden sun and a blue sky. This must mean he's going to the LA Chargers. And if you don't <laughs> believe this, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> where did that come from, dude? You were you just like we don't know where I he's going. So let's have fun with it. At that point, I was, I was just so sick of the Brady talk at that point. Oh my god, it was every second on Felger Mass, you know. It's like, how could you believe this is not an absolute dumpster fire right now? And I mean, you know, he ended up leaving. So it's like, you know, I never said you're an asshole if you think he's going to leave because it honestly, it actually might have been my first on-air appearance ever on the Sports Hub with you. It was either you or Adam Jones. It's one of my first appearances ever where you asked me, like, someone asked me, do, do you see Tom Brady play in another uniform? I was like, guys, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> if the guy really wants to play until he's 45, it's not going to be with the Patriots the whole entire time. You're not going to have the greatest player ever spend 25 years with one team, win the Super Bowl, go out of town. Like, they've all, they're already the most unprecedented franchise ever. And, like, this fairy tale ending where, like, they're going to win with him going off into the sunset and he's going to spend his whole career in I never thought that was too realistic. Yeah, but think about it. You're writing for the website of the flagship of the New England Patriots, <laughs> and you're just like, "Oh well, he's wearing this, so maybe, uh, maybe it, you know, it's blue. <laughs> so, yeah. so maybe, maybe that means it's the it's the joke." But like, you were fucking mocking like everything. But it was funny because wasn't that the talk of Twitter? Right? Wasn't that kind of oh, like good, the talk? That went like, super viral. <laughs> it got a lot of a lot of hits and. <laughs> The people on Facebook, I think, were none too pleased with me because they don't get humor and they don't yeah. understand satire or sarcasm. So it's like, you know, but, I'm the worst person that ever existed because I just wanted to make make you laugh about something. But it's creative, right? Like it's it's trying to yeah, I'm trying. It's, you know, it's different writing. Um, you know, I was just I've thrown say- shit out like that. Like you said before, you're gonna fail a little bit before you succeed. I've thrown shit out like that before. But that's funny. And that was no funny. reaction, and this one finally got a pretty big <laughs> reaction because it's but the it's, kind of thing where it's like. With the internet and social media memes, it almost could have been like someone's actual opinion. That's I think that's you got to strike the balance between like where it, it's so it's, it's it's the craziest thing I've ever read, but it's there's there's a shred of possibility that this guy actually Dude, you know means I, it. I, I don't know where I saw this the other day. I was definitely on Instagram, but I can't source it. But they um, they found like some some kid in Germany who's never been to America. And he, they give him a map of the United States, <laughs> and they're like, "All right, fill out, the, fill out the states." So imagine giving a German kid like a map of the United States. All right, yeah. you got, you got to fill out the map. First, so, Wyoming. So, so he gets it, and he goes, "This is." He just writes, "This is definitely Texas," you know, on the bottom where like Texas is. He has no clue what's New York to Boston, man. He has, he has like no clue what's there. He just wrote, "I have," so I have no clue. And then he's like, this might be California. 
sorry this might be ohio and like it's just i'm dying laughing because it's like yeah he's not wrong it might might, you grew up with like just being common sense where all the states are and then you get this guy who's like has no clue i'd be the same thing with like where's poland i wouldn't be able to you know but like i I don't know i don't know what it was but like i i died laughing it was like the the funniest thing because like he's trying he doesn't know but like it got hits. It got people to like it. And like now I want to see what else the guy is into. Like right, what yeah. else? Like I don't I don't know what it is. So is that what it's like with writing? Like, dude, I'm not a good I've tried to write. I, I've wrote written blogs in the past and like you know, and just kind of like tell you my story a little bit. Like I was an athlete. I played sports, I played three sports, I'm very competitive for a long time. Like I was a big kid, so I played football. You know, I played baseball, softball for years. Like I was on a basketball team that you know had kids. I, we you know we won a championship and like whatever. Were you but the kid that when you came up to the plate, the kids were like, "Everybody, back up! Get to the wall!" <laughs> I, I was a lefty. Like, like a I was a lefty, and they were like, "Shift, shift." <laughs> uh, my nickname was Mojo. <laughs> my, my nickname was Mojo growing up. I was a lefty. Ooh, batter. that's a good one. And uh, well, Mo Vaughn was like you know the fucking guy at the time. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so like you know. I know sports, but I like I don't want to be that guy that's like, you know, oh the three the, the three four technique and oh look at fucking the second level and watch the safety come into the box and they're like See, you yeah. know he really protected the outside. I can do I that if if you really want me to do it, I can do it. But when I first started at the sports hub, because I was other play, dude, I started at fifteen ten the zone, which we all know the story there. It tried to be a competitor, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. They had the right to the Celtics and they lost all their money. Right. Oh, I yeah. went to 890 ESPN, dude. I was there for fucking two months and it became a salsa dancing station. Right. I was in ESPN, New Hampshire. And like, you know, it was New Hampshire. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It was just, I don't know how else right. to say it. I wanted to be in radio so bad. I worked for a financial radio station. I was, I, oh, wow. you know, they let me do a, a, a great guy, Barry Armstrong. He, uh, he's part of the financial exchange, which is on WRKO. And other fil- affiliates, and you know, we did stuff with Howie Carr and all that shit. But I wanted to be in radio so bad, dude, that like they gave me a sports show in the morning, and the rest of the day it was business news. But I sold advertising, helped them, like I learned behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But I was no one. I didn't cover a team. I didn't fucking. I wasn't in a locker room yet. Like you know, I took a job on the North Shore to cover. You know, they they had the rights to the Red Sox, and you know, I got to cover the Red Sox a little bit and like talk about the games, but. When I first started the sports, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, like, I'm I, I, technically, I was just kind of a fan who got on the radio and was doing it for a while. And then, all right, yeah, let's, let's get you hired. And I hosted a show. But, like, that's the most difficult thing, man, is, like, I, you know, Felgers covered the Bruins and the fucking and the Patriots during their heyday. Tony yeah. Mass covered well, the fucking. Been, they're, those, those guys have both been sports nerds their whole life. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like Toucher and Rich are these true fucking pros. Like, you know what I mean? Hardy is a fucking pro. Like, Zoe played in the NFL. Like, Jones, Jones, for that matter, has been an ESPN. Dude, Jones was hosting, like, Mike and Mike and all these other shows on television on a national platform. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so right, it's yeah. like, you know, when you look at a lot of the guys we work with, Chris Gasper wrote for the Globe. Now he's at Channel 5. Like, you know, Ted Johnson played in the league. We had Wiggy for a period of time. Like, you know, all, all the fucking hockey guys. Forget it. You know, oh, Ryan, yeah, Dominic, Johnson, you name it. You know, like these guys. So here's this fucking guy coming in. I was just a passionate, passionate sport. And that's my thing is like, all right. When I first started, it was like, all right. Yeah. You know, the Patriots are going to go to the regular level. But it didn't work out. It didn't work. It just right. didn't work. 
And one day I was like, all right, like, all right, I, I talk gambling. Maybe I'll bring up gambling one day. And it worked. It was like, oh, shit, people like gambling. And then I was like, really? oh, maybe, so you maybe, weren't like into gambling and then did it on the no, radio? No, the I, radio I, I, came I, first? no, I actually did a gambling show in ESPN and did well. Oh, OK. Um, but it wasn't a big draw here because it's it's not legal. So yeah. now now in New Hampshire and everything, you know, whatever. But lo- long story short, it was kind of like, who the fuck's this guy? And I'm giving my yeah. takes and my opinions. And yeah, I knew about sports, but it wasn't good enough. And then after a while, it's kind of like, all right, well, I'm going to start talking about what pisses me off. I got fucked up last night and what happened. And like, this is the TV show that I watched. And here's my thoughts. And that's the shit that people care about. So when you write, you do have to associate yourself differently than the guy who's in the locker room with the Bruins or the guy that knows how to paint a picture from something that happened that he grew up to. Right. I mean, the writing's fucking not easy, man. It's not. And for me, especially because it's, I don't know if I'm like, I don't know if I have the right personality type to, you know, be like a truly like great, successful beat writer slash reporter. I think that's what I've learned about myself the last couple of years. I've had an unbelievable time covering the Patriots and the Bruins on two playoff runs. And I mean, I love the games. I love covering the teams and all that. But I mean, it's just, it's such a grind to be in the locker room all day and then you have to, you know, get information or quotes out of players. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know if that's really for me. We'll see. We'll see how it goes with the, the upcoming season. Uh, but, um, I don't know. I try to have fun with it. But like you said, like I grew up on shows like the one you just described, like Opie and Anthony. Uh, my parents would let me listen to Howard Stern on the way to school when I was like 10. I don't know how appropriate that was, but like that's the kind of shit I grew up on. You know, Touch Red Rich is the same kind of show. I listened to them on uh, BCN for years before they even came to the sports hub. You know, I, I want to have fun with it. And like, I'm not sure I was the most comfortable the last couple of years when I was in like a setting where I have to go to the you know, in the locker room and interview players. Mm. Like, I don't know if I'm going to put out the best content that I can make doing that. If I go back in there, I'm probably going to do something a little differently from what I've been doing, which is like you said, like, I don't know how I, I don't know how good I could be at a uh, break it down. Like every little detail, especially with football. Cause I never even played football, but like, mm. I just, I fell into it because they were the Patriots best team in the league. And we really didn't have anybody else at the time mm. when I came aboard to like be the full-time digital writer for us. So, I mean, it's sort of just what I fell into. And then during, it was during the 2018 World Series when I started doing those Felger parodies. And that's what's really taken off and I've tripled my following on Twitter and all that. So, I mean, I really want to start doing more stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah. if you follow me, if you're into that short sort of shit that I do, then just be patient and I'll, I'll give you more of that moving forward. Yeah, maybe you can make it. I'm really good at. Maybe you can make a TikTok or something, you know? I, I made an account and I was starting thinking about it. I, talked I know, to, you know, Julie Russell who does uh, yes, I was gonna say, Julie can help you. Kristen Sermon. She, she's a fucking she pro. Can help. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. She's a, she's like a pro. She's doing like dances. Like she's doing See, one yeah, dance. I'm not going to do that shit. I don't dance. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm super awkward. I'm a lunatic. I don't, I don't dance. But um, if I dance, it would be like a, you know, like a parody of like a purposely terrible dancing or something like that. But <laughs> I was thinking uh, of trying to start to do like skits, maybe things like that. Yeah. You know, so that there's there is going to be more content coming out, but it's going to be more in that direction. Right? Okay. So I want to make you smile and laugh. And all right, if it so, pisses you off, it's your problem. That's what I'm going to say. Good. I like that mentality because. <laughs> but I'm not going to try to piss people off. Is what I'm saying. I'm going to tell you this, Matt. It, it's either like, you know, either people like you or they don't. And if they do yeah. or don't, that means you're doing your shit right. You can't have yeah. everybody like you, man. You can't. It's just it's it's impossible. And if and, and I'm telling you, you're doing your job right if you get 
two sides of the street, you know. But if you get support, it's also good too because people know, hey, keep doing this or keep trying that or keep doing that because 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 they like it. And again, dude, I'm not a pro. I've just been around. You know what I mean? I'm I'm like one of these fucking grinders who's just like, all right, well, let's try this. And I'm always sharpening the pencil. You know what I mean? It's like so like that's why this stream that I'm doing. One thing that your content team is doing over at 98 Fout the Sports Hub is there's a green room now. There's 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 fucking cameras. There's you guys are trying to do things. The Facebook Live thing with Felger and Maz is a is yep. a great thing. Bringing different guys in and getting to know them. It, it's kind of this type of format, you know. Get to let loose a little bit and talk about random things. And hey, if people chat in, like let's let's bring up the chat, you know. So that that's the stuff the content team's doing. What I want to ask you this, and I'm glad you said that things are on the way. Because you guys have probably had some time to really get that fucking itch, right? Like, oh, yeah. man, we got to do this. We got to start doing that. Like, we gotta I haven't get done going. a podcast in like two months. So this is going to be a good tune-up. We're probably going to hopefully try to get one out uh, Yeah, and, next and, week or so. And, and, dude, like, this is why I did this. Because I can't hold the shit in. I can't do it. Like, for me, I, I, I can't just sit and wait. It's, it's, mm. it's a thing of mine. I just, I can't. I got to get it out there. It's just, that's how I do it. So, like, when you guys get going, it's going to be good. But I, I want to ask you this, and it kind of dips into your story a little bit here. Okay. Um, there's a myth between listeners that there's a beef between 98.5 and WEEI and what they do. It's bullshit. It's not, there, there's none of that. We like some of the guys. It's fine. I like the guys over there. Or I, I at least like some guys who work there. Um, I respect some guys who work there. I think their website is very good. I do. And mm. you can have your own opinion, whatever. Whatever. But, like, they, I don't know what it is. It's like a fucking well-oiled machine when it comes to their site. And I don't know if it's just one dude writing stories or they're just putting something together. And, and, I, and I won't say everything has an opinion. Sometimes it's just a story, you know? No, they but, have a deep team. They got people with experience over Okay. There. But what I'm saying is, is, like, when is the, is the Sports Hub website ever going to get to that where it's, like, you know, because right now it's a traditional site, right? I mean, it's, it's, Hey, what you need here is, and here's the podcast and here's the reviews. And I, I recently, you reached out to us and said that, Hey, we're diving deeper into these podcasts. Now we want to fucking isolate some things like you, yeah. guys brought, you guys brought Alex Barth on the team a while ago. Who I like, yep. that's a young up and coming kid. who's Love Alex, you know, been in the fucking locker room. He's worked for other affiliates. He's hungry. You know what I mean? Like, and he, the exact passion, exactly. And that's what you need here. But like, I don't know. I, I I'm not criticizing because I know there's a lot of work. And dude, I understand there's a lot of hurdles with upper management. I get it. <laughs> like mm. I, I people don't understand that with the sports hub. But like, do you want the site to get there, or do you like the fact that it's somewhat well, like, controlled? Well, what do you mean by like get there? Like, at what point are you describing? Like, what's like, the I'm point talking about? Like, you go there. to the page, and there's your top stories right here, and like you know. It's 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 kind of like a really nice setting for them. I I don't know. I you know again you not, talk, tell talk shit to me. Tell me I don't know what I'm, I'm talking like, about. I'm, I'm confused about what you're saying is the difference between the two sites. Well, I, I guess well, is what I'm confused I, about. I, I don't know. I don't know if theirs is cleaner. I don't know. Tell me. Oh, tell you're just you talking about the, like the design. Yeah, you tell me. Oh, I don't touch the design. I didn't design the thing. I just but, write. But do you ever get? Do you, does anyone ever talk to you about? I this? just. I Anyone just correct typos because half the people that write a podcast are fucking illiterate at the sports hub. So I have to go in. I have no choice but to go in there and rewrite shit. Sometimes. So you're just doing your job, basically. 
But but like I, I don't know. My job. Like this is what this is the whole thing. It's like people see that I work at the sports. Oh, you're automatically fucking Hitler. So it's like <laughs> you don't even know me. It's like so it goes real, Hitler. So me, yeah. Pol Pot, Idi Amin, Felger. That's like the rankings of the worst people that ever existed. On the but planet, for you, but, oh, it, but for you, you're just writing the stories. You, you I'm mostly yeah. mainly just writing and editing, and like that's that's my main job there. And I'll do the podcast with Ty when we have when we're able to get in the fucking studio. But it, but it gets you on the air, right? Did you ever think you wanted to be on the air? I honestly never really thought about being a radio guy. To be to be honest, like I mm. I applied to the job because it was writing for the website. Yeah, the original job. The funny thing is, the original job was for 98.5 thesportshubcom because that used to exist. Back when our parent company was CBS Radio, and I, I applied to CBS Radio Boston, and and it was for 985thesportshub.com, and that's how I started. I don't know if my original stories exist anymore, but um, my friend, did you ever meet Gino Knight? Oh yeah, I think Gino. that was you yeah. know Gino. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I thought that might have been before your time, and you never yeah. met him, but uh, yeah, he was my first boss, and he was really pushing me like to be like Felger, basically, like you got to have takes you got to be controversial and polarize and get people's attention so it's like i don't know if they still exist on the internet anywhere but if you went back and read some of those old articles i wrote in the first like couple months like the takes it had to be like completely outrageous it was probably like a pft comment or column or something well, but, uh, there was a day where this was is like, a 23 year old kid like what the uh, fuck did i know the, about the, there was a day where i was like who the fuck is matt Dolph?" and they're like <laughs> I don't even know. Is it Doloff? Is it Dala? I like that, happened, that still happens. And I was like, "Who the Probably fuck is this guy?" Speak. And then, like, I was like, Mike Curley one day was like, "Hey, you know me?" I'm like, "No, nope." And then I, I don't well, actually, I, I don't know how I met you. I think I actually think we were drinking. <laughs> I actually think one day, like, we were drinking. You're like talking to me, and I'm like, "Are you fucking mad, Doloff?" One of the first time we met each other in person was at the Beatle karaoke events. So, All yeah, right, we there we go. Drinking. Yeah, so yeah. I was drinking. All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. we were drinking. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Like, I, that's my fault, man, because I, I always kept to myself. Yeah, but the uh, thing is, though, I don't. Performance see... reviews were always like, yeah, you should probably like leave your desk more often. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> dude, like, here's the deal. I just kept to myself. I'm not into the whole like go around and fucking talk to everybody and gossip and all that shit. I just want to go do work and yeah. go yeah, home. But dude, it's not that it's, it's personal against anybody. It's good. To people took it personally, I think, because they want to have those like you know people desire those interactions. Dude, dude it's I'm good. a little it... weird, so I'm not really into that shit. So it's like... Well, I'll tell you this much though: when you're a writer, you should be. And, and the only reason why is this. I'll never forget this, but uh, like uh, the first time I ever heard Chris Rucker talk, like people used to always be like, oh, "Who's the Ruck?" Like you know, Dude. I heard him talk Got hockey him. to me. He talked hockey to me one day, and I was like, "I need to get him on the air." I was like, "I need to do the Ruck segment." Like yeah. this, this has to happen. Yeah, it's like, how are we not using it, this guy's it, voice? It, it, it literally, like, it just Lifshat, same thing. I, I met Lifshat, and I'm like, he's an angry fellow. And like one day he's like, Joe, you're nothing about fucking gambling. Nothing. And I'm like, oh yeah? I'm like, well, here's my fucking money. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, yeah. and that's how we became. Exactly. That's how you have to. That, commercial. That's how it works with him. You have to like argue with him. I, I, it's how it works. Yeah. But like, but for you, like, you know, they see your writing and you're like, oh shit. You know, he wrote this. Why don't we, why don't we get him on the show and fucking bust his balls? You yeah. know, the, I disagree with, but like, that's how it works, man. Because think about it. The writers that are in the locker room and shit, they see them. We just watched the Jordan documentary, which we'll get into, but like how many times did he call someone? Oh, you wrote that and you wrote this and you yeah, were wrong. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like Brad Marchand busts fucking ties balls all the time. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like Joe Haggerty still gets it. 
from from all the guys like DJ. Oh, I'm Harry. sure. <laughs> no, I, I don't know, but what I'm saying is they 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 get it though. Like yeah, they're yeah. writing, they're right. Anything that they say, they're getting chirped at. That's good. That is that is that's good for business. Yeah, but um, I wouldn't want to. I want to be genuine about. it. I wouldn't want to like throw shit out there just to get players to chirp at I me. Mean, I'm not saying that Joe Haggerty or Ty or anyone does that. I'm not talking about anyone in particular, but that's just not what I want. Like I'll I'll make a joke about something, maybe talk some shit, and then they might take offense to it or something. But yeah, like you won't you won't call you won't call him a pissant or something like that. I'm not Alex. I love you, Alex. I love you. I'm not a confrontational person. I got like (laughs) I'm not saying I'm that funny, but like I have the mindset of like a comedian where I'll just say fucked up shit to make people laugh, and maybe I won't say it in the right setting at certain times, and you know. Maybe other adults checking out. Like, oh, this guy's gonna, this guy's gonna be under his bonnet hair. <laughs> all right, man. Where are you from? Where are you from? North Andover, Massachusetts. Oh, so you're from? Oh, you so see, you're from North Andover. Okay, I didn't. Know oh that. yeah, Massachusetts. I didn't know you were like a mass hole, basically. Oh, did I strike you as someone who moved from New York or something like that? No, you reminded me of a transplant. Like maybe you were from like Vermont or Maine or something. I, uh, I come from like Sandusky, Ohio. So like uh, someone yeah. random. <laughs> exactly. So you're from, okay. So I didn't know that. So you're from there and you went to school locally and all that shit. What'd you go to college? Yeah. Did I went to Northeastern. All right. So you're a Husky. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like you, Jones, Tom Giles is another Husky. Yeah. Tom Giles. Uh, it was Jay J- um, J- Deer at one point was part of that. Uh, Patrice O'Neill, the legendary comedian. That's went to right. Northeastern. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know if he went all four years, but were you like a bean pot guy? Like, you'd go to the bean pot, yeah, it was a it was a party. I like this was during a time where Northeastern sucked and wasn't gonna win the bean pot, and we just accepted it. So we would just go just to you know drink and enjoy the game. (laughs) Yeah, it was B or BC every year back when I went. Now, now Northeastern's like the best team. What was the bar, Connor Larkins? Oh, yeah, Connor Larkins, yeah, yeah, they they dungeon. They sponsored me way back in the day. I used to chase down sponsors, and uh, yeah, they were like, "Yeah, we like the sports blast. I want to sponsor." I'm like, "Boom, thank you." My first, my first one year dorm was at the YMCA, across the street from Carnal Arkansas on Huntington Ave, mm. and half the building was like a halfway house or something like that, where like you know troubled people, we would we like have to cross them going through the elevator and all that, and then we'd go up to our dorms, which are obviously complete shitholes, and. Uh, but what happened is we rallied around each other and partied till 3 a.m. And we're just like, all right, we're, we're going to make the up. most of it. They stuck us in fucking deck house. And so now we got to make the most of our opportunity here. So um, so you went to Northeastern and then like, did, did you just like start writing? Did you write for some? Like how how, how did your journey begin to the sports? This is, uh, interestingly enough, like my dream originally was to be like in uh, movies, show business, to write like a movie, write uh, or a TV show or whatever. Cause uh, going into college, I you know I watched The Sopranos when it was on. I was way into movies at the time. Got way into like the Tarantino's and the Scorsese's of the world, and like all those cool movies from the '90s. And like that's what I wanted to do. And I realized it was a pipe dream. But I was like, I just got there, and I was like, I just want to write. I just want to do something where I can have that kind of outlet. And uh, I mean, I guess I could have done like an English major or something, but I chose journalism ultimately because they said like, well, you know, documentaries are a form of journalism. You can learn about that. I was like, oh, that's that's fucking cool. I'll do that. And so, yeah, I did learn how to uh, like documentary production. Like I took classes like that, but I got into journalism 101. And by the end of that, I was like, oh, this is this is painful. This is not something that I that I want to be doing all the time, doing every day with the, with the, the way you have to grind as a reporter and 
pester people for information and nobody likes you and you want to die and all that stuff. You know, I don't, I don't want to do any of that shit. So, I mean, I just progressed through college realizing that like, I want to entertain people, but I don't, I want to learn the skills that you need. So I learned how to, you know, cut audio, put videos together and kept writing and uh, learned about blogging, which was like blogging was still relatively like a new medium back when I was yeah, in school, like, like 06, 07. Yeah. That's when I started, I started doing like my own blogs on blogger.com. Like I did some of her class, but I was started doing like, um, the person, like on my own time. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's just what I wanted to do. And I started getting freelance writing jobs, like during my senior year of, uh, college. And then I, uh, applied to the sports hub cause I was way into sports at the time. Cause like the Patriots were, you know, the, the main thing in town, the Bruins were, were getting good again. And the Celtics had just won. So it's like I, I lived through a hell of a time in the, to be a Boston sports fan in college, you know, 06 to 10. There's there's some good yeah. stuff in there. <clears throat> so, I mean, I guess that's what drew me to sports writing by the end of it. But um, I mean, the more I've progressed through this, like I love writing, but, you know, I want to be I want to be entertaining more than like have to be like a serious journalist yeah. or anything did, like that, you know. Did you like work like another job in between? Like I was in the automotive business for years, dude. Like I, <clears throat> that's how I got into it. I was driving cars and i'm listening to sports radio you know mm-hmm. and one day i like was listening to mike adams and uh come to find out like mike's doing nights at dei and he's fucking selling cars during the day <laughs> and i'm and i run i actually ran into him one day and i'm like so dude you like do this during the day and then you're like on the radio at night he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm like oh Okay. I've done a bunch and, of shit on this side. I've done fucking Uber driving to make a little extra cash. I've done yeah. fucking I've done a lot of freelance writing over the past ten years. But I no, I'm lucky, man. I I got the school. I got the job right out of school. Basically, I graduated yeah. in May, and I had the job by that August. It's crazy to think that it was only one year into the sports hub when I and you got, got yeah, job. and you fucking got right in. I've, been, you- I, like, I've been with our parent company <laughs> for ten years. Like I was at CBS Radio from 2010 until it got you know, spun off to Entercom for a brief period. And then we got spun off to the Beasley media group. I've been with the sports hub basically the whole time. Yeah. But I mean, there was a, there was like a five year detour at CBS radio where I was writing just music shit for a lot of classic rock articles. I don't know. I don't know if those survived either. That's the problem. I might have PDFs of them. Oh, no shit. I didn't know uh, Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin, Tom Petty, you know, and anything for uh, WZLX, so the, you know, the, that's the great classic rock station. So, yeah, I like, I like Mike, fun, but they eventually moved me back to sports in 2015. But um, I've done a lot of different side gigs, but the full time part, I've been very lucky to, to, you know, hold on to it for eight years. Maybe that's because I'm a company man. Yeah. Well, the I more, the more you can go home, no complaints. I got to find that meme. The more you know, I got to put, I got to get that one on the, on the just What's sitting that? here. You know the gif, the the more you yeah, know the, gif. the gif. Which which factor you uh you mean uh, to highlight well, now? Well, you, well, you just did the uh, you just I didn't know that about you. You know, like you just you just which popped part, up. Well, I didn't know you were like writing about music. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of that stuff. You know, I gotta I gotta add that to the archive page. You know, like that's I gotta. A, well, you reminded me. I gotta go. I want to go see if I can still find them on there because I think their new website deleted <laughs> my shit. So I don't know. Maybe I saved it somewhere. Hopefully, that's the thing these days. With uh, if you want to like clips, of writing samples, you got to save that shit because you never know when the website you wrote I, for is going to go under or I, redesign I, or whatever. I've saved everything I've ever had. There you go. The more you know. <laughs> but, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta add that one to the rotation there. Of uh, uh, that is pretty that good. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah, that's that's interesting about you. So you really just kind of 
you were working for the company, but now you're writing for the sports hub uh, full time for the digital content team. Um, you know, it's funny. Like I think of a kid like Ty Anderson and I'm like, all right, Ty, I know you're ready. Yeah. Like, like I, I've been asking people like, Hey, like, what did you like do for jobs before? Cause like, dude, I, I've been, like I said, I was in the automotive business. I, uh, I worked for the last couple of years. I've been in SaaS sales, like doing inside sales work. Like I worked for a company called car gurus. I worked for a catering company called easy K. I worked at TripAdvisor for a little while. Like I've tried yeah. to do marketing. It's not easy balancing a real job, man, and, and doing right. It's just it's it's fucking hard. Just gonna put um, the hours in. But 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 the grind is there. Yep. Um so I did yeah, that's interesting. And I like wonder like what 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 Tim do? Like now I'm like, oh, what do these guys all do? Yeah, Ty was a bartender. That's all the only job yeah. I oh a straight edge top my a head. straight edge bartender is like capitalizing on the market, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's totally clear and lucid the whole night. Doesn't care what's going on and anything. He's like, oh, okay, you want an old fashioned? I don't know what that is, but okay. <laughs> Somebody just tweeted at me. Oh my god, please, Mike. Oh my god, please, Mike. <laughs> this thing sucks. All right, can I? Can we? Right. Let's talk about something. All right, we'll get into the fun stuff here, okay? Because we've forty-five minutes of bullshit. It's fun, but um, yesterday on Felger and Mass, I, I actually got called in for Toucher and Rich yesterday, and um. It all got squared away today. Whatever. Okay. But Belgrade Maz were like, yeah, it's re-entry Monday. And we're going to, there was sports this weekend. There was Bundesliga. There was golf. Yeah. And there was NASCAR. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm watching the show for like five minutes. And I'm like, are these motherfuckers really going to talk about the Bundesliga right now? Are yeah, they, they really? A whole segment? Are they really going to talk about NASCAR <laughs> right now? <laughs> and dude, for like, I don't know an hour they were trying to justify which is the one sport you want to watch like okay felt these guys are the number one sport show in fucking the country let's face it okay are they like i mean i don't know what what it is relative to the rest of the country but i know they win the awards like best yeah. show in the country okay but like, wise obviously they're very like, dominating boston it's just funny to me that like yeah those were three big things and i don't know in my head i'm like well, yeah, we did have sports this week. Actually, I think UFC was the biggest event because they had three and eight nights and the blueprint yeah. of fucking moving on in this Corona bullshit. You yeah, know I watched saying? UFC. That was it, fun. That wasn't even mentioned, by the way. They did. Yeah, how do you not bring up UFC? Fucker <laughs> just hates UFC. I don't even. Wasn't he even hates mentioned. it for the re same reason. I used to not really be into it. I'm not into the grappling and laying there hugging each other for oh, yeah. five minutes. Oh, dude, some dude. I've watched strikers all day. Yeah, his his fucking teeth were getting knocked out, and they were like, "I gotta stop the fight or what?" Anyways, <laughs> but I, and this isn't me shitting on them. It's just that like they can do it. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. There was no way that I could have talked about the Bundesliga fucking soccer. I couldn't do it. Right. NASCAR out. Okay, out, out, out. <laughs> We're gonna, like, turn left and we're gonna turn left and turn left. Remember that song? Like, but like golf, yes. <laughs> Actually, great reference. Uh, but like you know, golf, yeah. Okay, yeah. The guy they fucking they won eleven of eighteen skins and hit a walk off. I'm like, yeah, fun, yay, yeah, golf. I don't know how they do it. Dogger has a gift for striking a chord. Like anybody can go, like you know, say shit there. You listen to him and be like, does this guy really believe what he's saying? But not everybody can, you know be the highest rated program doing that interesting take on that. and that's the thing like i it's like people expect me to like hate dogger baz or bust into the studio and punch him in the face because he said something negative about the pay it's like it's like it's a, it's not like it's a bad place to work at the sports hub everybody likes each other everybody supports each other all that shit 
but it's like I don't have to agree with the takes. I think the takes are ridiculous sometimes. Yeah, and, so, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'd say like you could just just laugh at it sometimes. Like the guys are they're being outrageous. So whatever. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why people let it piss them off so much. Like I like Felger just has that thing where like you just I don't know. No, no, it's like no, an it, innate ability to really like. It, it's it's a true sports show. It really is. I mean, yeah. it, it truly is. And again, this isn't me shitting on them or anything to that degree. But what I gathered out of it was, if we if if that's what we're forcing, like then like either we really need sports back or we really don't. And, and, uh, don't get me wrong. I'll bet on fucking babies crawling half court in basketball. The the Dr Pepper challenge during half yeah. times. Like I'll bet on fucking. You want to get two tarantulas and have them race? I'm in. Like, you want to roll balls down the fucking stairs? Let's do it. Like, I'll I'll bet on anything. So I don't need sports to bet. Okay? Like, I'll fucking play. We can play dice. We can play cards. Like, whatever. Okay? Start flipping coins. But, like, baseball, do I need it right now? No. I don't. Baseball? I don't. And, and this isn't about the sport or anything like that. Like, I love, dude, I loved baseball growing up. Okay? Oh, um, that was my first true I, love with the Pedro Red Sox yeah, when I you, started really getting into sports, but we don't. I need sort it. of like understood what was going on, but we don't need it. All right, now you keep talking. You keep referencing hockey. You know, if we could get NHL playoffs without a crowd, I'm interested. I don't know. I, I'm. Is it the same? You know, and I want it to come back. I, I really do. I hope it's good. But like, in a way, this this absence has made me wonder if we really need it. <laughs> the whole like fake fans uh mannequins and restaurants thing is really cracking me up legs it's like is this how insane we've gotten as people is that we'd rather stick a fucking mannequin in the stands or like cgi fans or robots we can't handle an empty arena or like guys yelling at each other we can hear the players and all that stuff cardboard but cutouts we'd rather go through all that work the, yeah. thing, the thing is if they did cgi fans we'd be more creeped out you know, like if you put like a fake like a cgi person looks creepy it's, have you ever heard of the uncanny valley effect? That's what yeah. that is. Like, have you ever you've ever seen these movies where it's like CGI, but it's like really realistic looking people, yeah. but it's CGI. Like, uh, you ever creeped fucking... out by that shit? Yeah. What was that like movie? Life like like human robot, like that shit. That like naturally creeps people out. Yeah, I forget the name of that movie. It was uh, the first fucking um, Avatar. Yeah, that Avatar freaks me out. Avatar, the effects were good enough where it, like it sort of like didn't really creep you out as much. Yeah. Plus, they were like blue lizards or whatever the hell they were. But um, yeah, like it, it, I think if they started putting fake fans on a sports broadcast, it'd be way worse. I'd rather do the empty arena. Uh, give me the empty arena over nothing. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I think that if we got NBA back, I think everybody would watch. I think everybody. I think the casual fan would watch. You know, there'd be storylines and, and here's why dude here's why i think the nba would be bigger because they have, there's a lebron james on the lakers there's Kawhi leonard on the clippers they're gonna meet it's gonna happen mm -hmm. you know what i mean uh maybe there's other people in the, oh like this kyrie irving kevin durant thing could happen i don't think it will but it could oh that they would both be back yeah like the yeah. 76ers healthy versus a celtics team that would be fun people are, are in fun. in on that you know what I mean? Like, so I feel like the NBA has the star power and the storylines. They'll they'll figure it out. It will work out. I always Hawk thought an eight team playoff made more sense for the NBA because the the first round is just kind of useless except for owners fucking lining their yep. pockets. Well, well, listen, hockey's but, uh, trying to do twenty four right, and the way that it's right. set up looks great. 
But that wow. Stanley Cup playoffs is different to me because I feel that you could put any two teams together in a Stanley Cup playoff game and it would be riveting. And that's what I mean. If the Bruins are the top seed, right, and they play the eighth seed, the worst seed, let's say, um, they could still lose. You know, like that's just, like, yeah. That's why I love the unpredictability the, and the, the tension. That's the that's what makes it the best, combined with the speed and you know. Yeah, like my pick this year was was Colorado, um, but I also had the Tampa Bay. Uh, sorry, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Because I you're, feel you're like, just like star power. You're just obsessed with like these top heavy talent laden. You just go with the most talent. Traveling Wilburys. Oh, is, that, for, is that what it is? Oh wow! Oh, oh, Col- the next great second, dynasty. The Colorado Avalanche. Just, name a fucking guy on their team. I don't. What's can't. your favorite basketball team? The Dream Team. <laughs> no, no, my favorite. I actually like the Oakland Athletics. Be it or not. <laughs> Moneyball. I'm still like the guy that you play 2K and it's like, oh, I'll be the Memphis Grizzlies. You're like, oh, I'm going to be the 2000 Lakers. Nah, uh, Michael uh, I'm Vick. Gonna, I'm going to make a quick trade here. I'm going to put Carl Malone on the Lakers. Tecmo Bowl. I'm, I'm fucking Bo Jackson. Test to fucking Indiana. <laughs> no, no, really, though. Like, dude, okay. So here's the deal. I, when I when I bet on these sports, it's like you, you want to bet on what everyone's going to want. You want to bet on the fucking the, the top shit, you know? Like, yeah, look at me. I mean, I, dude, when I bet you. Fight and all that, yeah. yeah, when I bet UFC, it's like, oh, let's just take all the underdogs and see what happens. You know that what I mean? Maybe like, a little bit of money doing that, by the way. Yeah, it's been, it's been, been Except I've done the whole card. You, you do prelims only? Just prelims only, man. I've, I've, I've won doing the whole card before. No, you can, dude. Yeah. Trust me, the, the Overeem one. I mean, the one, it was like, you know, a few bucks. But. Yeah, and the judges in the UFC is that, like, someone needs to write a story on that. I'm oh, being yeah. serious. I don't know who the judges are, what they do. Like, are they actual UFC, are they boxing judges? Yeah. Like, how do you judge a UFC fight? I like, think anything determined by a judge is never going to be as mainstream as it wants to be anymore. Because there's just the inherent sense that it's corrupt. But like, how and could like you, people uh, people just have differing opinions on a fight, and then there will be the obvious ones where it's like, what the fuck? How much did that guy get paid? You know, it's like, yeah. Well, then that's how why do like, you like horse racing and boxing and all that yeah. it used to be huge, but now it's like now that everybody's up to all the tricks and stuff, it's like, yeah. well, hey, now horse we want ra- to be as legitimate as possible. We just want steroids. That's all hey, we want. I don't care if you steroid the horse, fucking whoever wins, you'll still lose. You can still lose the race. You know what I mean? Like right. some somebody recently got in trouble. Is the horse's liver gonna be okay? Get it the steroids. Let's go. <laughs> like like Coach Kilmer, give him the shot. <laughs> give him the shot. Get the shot. <laughs> no, don't put that shot in his leg. I don't want your life. You know, <laughs> varsity I love, blues. I love fucking varsity. I, I recognize it because of that last quote. You did a good impression of it. Don't you put the, that the, thing. The big fat guy's like, "Would you go to prom with me?" After they see her at the strip club. Yeah, I love that movie. I haven't Lan- seen it in like twenty years, but I Lan- still remember. Lance, the quarterback, is uh, what's his name there? The Fast and Furious guy. Um, Who? Oh, Paul, Paul Walker? Walker. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whatever happened crazy. to the whatever happened to the whipped cream bikini? I thought you were going to say whatever happened to Paul Walker. I was like, well, there was a thing. It was a race, and actually. Remember actually. the whipped cream bikini, Allie Larder, I know. Why do oh, I know yeah. her name? Don't ask. <laughs> I mean, Amy Smart, whatever happened. She was on Road Trip. I wonder She was she, huge for a little while. Did she go to Austin or Boston? And, dude, Boston, one day, I'm, oh, dude, fucking weirdest story. I'm sitting in with Tucker and Rich one day, and Tom Green is sitting on the fucking couch. When was that? At the sport within the last year. Okay, I met him. Huh? I, I met him once when he was on on uh, at the old station at Mix One Hundred Four. Okay, no, nice he guy. was sitting on a fucking couch in in Dorchester, and we're like, dude, Tom Green's out there, and I just like wanted to like put like a fucking like 
snake in front of him with like a fucking mouse. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just, just, like, I just like, I just like, you want to put along. He's a weird guy. He's like always sort of in character, but I think the character is his real personality. You might like this. MTV had some fucking characters, right? Like, Tom Green is another show I grew up on. Yep. Right. And then, like, you think about single jackass. Yeah. Dude, I want before that. I'm green. And, I know. watched Jackass three the other night at two in the morning in my house, and I got fucking nauseous from the shit they were doing. Oh god, yeah, Jackass and, and three. They sort of I, went over the top. Right? They had a couple I, of shit jokes. And I, I, I is that the one where they had like it? It opens with like what looks like a shot of a of a real bathroom, and then all of a sudden a giant piece of shit falls. Out. Yes. Oh my god. But I like, have a six sense of humor. They, they had like this beehive thing, and like they yeah, you know, you know the when beehive, Napoleon though. Dynamite when they play play hits that fucking thing. They like did it with a beehive, and they're just getting stung by bees. And I'm like, <laughs> "What are you guys doing?" Like, oh my god, it's killing me! Get my shirt off! The guy's like, "Actually, taking your shirt off makes it worse because the oxygen <laughs> coagulates with the thing." It's like, <laughs> it, it, it literally made me sick. But like now that I think back, and we're way off. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I love this. Dude. Um, this is my first time but, doing a podcast where we just talk about whatever. This is what I, I want to like, do. But like singled out, right? Like it was Carmen Electra for a period. Oh, I, of time. I like singled out back in the day. And then it went to Je- Jenny McCarthy. No, it was the other way around. It was Jenny McCarthy, and then Carmen. Electra, and then, then Carmen. Okay, yeah. And was Chris Hardwick always the host? I don't know if they. Uh, he was. I think it was. Yeah, I think Chris Hardwick stayed with Carmen Electra yeah. for that. I actually. I was dude, a big I... TRL guy in exactly 1998. Oh, okay, this is so the he... year when NSYNC was number one for like 40 yeah, weeks. They in could a row. never get beat. I remember Offspring put a million dollars once in a fucking bin. I don't know if you remember this in TRL, but like they like filled up this bin with like a million dollars, and it was like the "Give It to My Baby." Uh huh. Yeah, pretty uh-huh. flat for what? Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty flat. That was a big big hit album for them. But the thing is, is that with TRL, right? Th- none of the shit would make it, like unless they pushed it. But like yeah. it'd be like, all right, we got you know, NSYNC's number one. But it's like here's Britney Spears, Lucky, you know, and it's like okay, yeah, the- they created this whole war between the NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys to get teenagers pissing on each other or whatever they wanted to, you know it's like but, but every once in a while limp biscuit would find its way in there you know yeah, the bum bum song the tom green song he, he, I, uh, my bum, yeah. he campaigned to have it go number one and it did <laughs> and then he retired it that's, that's right but like a lot of like where did the corn MTV... was number one for a little while i remember those corn yeah. and limp biscuit were big like i i ever could remember probably anything that was on trl that particular year but like, i don't know why did... that one year where did a lot of these MTV people go though? Like, like I actually met Kennedy in person at an event recently. Um, Kennedy from like, MTV. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like these yeah. VJs. Like, where where do they go? Like, Kurt Loder, I saw was 75 years old the other day, and I'm like, holy yeah. shit! Like, he's I'm been fuck- he's been like a, a movie critic for a while. Oh, Kurt really? Loder, like the, new, the new Siskel and Ebert now for like for like the New York fucking. I don't know the New York Fart Smellers magazine or whatever, like some highbrow thing. Were you a Beavis and Butthead guy? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I am a Beavis and Butthead guy. Hey, Beavis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Talk yeah. about a butt. <laughs> oh, you never see, you never heard the Beavis and Butthead impression? I have not, but I one time there's did a couple a- of Felker calls where he argues with with Butthead. Oh wow! I, I maybe I haven't, but I have. I thought you were lot. trying to get me to do the voice. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I am. I don't know. Uh, but I, I, I have, have, to know I have done a. I, you can ask Sean Silver. I have done a cornholio live on the air. Oh really? Uh, yeah, because uh, we we really need whole thing with the head over the. 
yeah, shirt remember, over your head? I can find it. I'll actually find the picture while we're find talking. This thing. Um, but yeah, it was uh we needed TP, right? Oh yeah. And I've watched that shit before, I even knew what he was referring to. <laughs> I huge huge Beavis and Butter guy back in the day. Like we when you need TP, you call you call on Cornholio. Yeah, he will he will find you the TP. Oh my! In my opinion, the funniest Beavis and Butter episode, ironically, is called "No Laughing," and it's when uh, Beavis and Butter just wouldn't stop laughing because the teacher would uh, say the people's names and he'd say like "butt kiss" and like "gaylord" and like names like that that were okay to say to people in the nineties, <laughs> and they would like start laughing. And like they couldn't control it, and like they couldn't hold it in, so they said, uh, "If you laugh once, you're expelled." And so they had buzz cut. Remember buzz cut? Yeah, buzz cut. They came in. He's like, he's a like "We're sergeant. gonna do six and today." And, like, and they, they're like sitting there trying not to laugh. He's like, "We're gonna be talking about the penis. <laughs> We're gonna be talking about the vagina." Like leaning right, he like leans all the way across the, the classroom. It, the, the animation of Beavis and Butt was underrated. Well, for well, how fucking hilarious it is. The but guy's at the front of the classroom and then leans all the way <laughs> into their face. But we there might was, have to pull up the clip. I don't know if you'll was, get pulled off YouTube or whatever this is, but no, I, I can't do it on here. But uh yeah. I wish but, I could. Oh my god, I love but, love Beavis and Butter. What I love about Beavis and Butter is there's so many spin-offs, man. Like, you know, what in the hell? You know, and like <laughs> hell? Are you balls been hawking in my camper? That was like clearly Hank Hill is like 80% yeah. Mr. Anderson, right? Bob, Bob, Bobby, Dale. Bobby, head down to the propane store. <laughs> and like Daria, right? Daria. Daria. Started, yeah, I remember her. Daria started from uh, MTV as well. I'm trying to think. There are other good characters. But were, there any other knock- were there any other knockoffs from fucking Beavis and Butthead? I don't think so. There were good characters. The teacher never had a show. and like None of the teachers had a show. The yeah. principal. Oh! <gasps> you're expelled you little bastards uh what was the other so actually i was curious because has south park like family guy had spinoffs you know those cleveland well my name is cleveland brown yeah cleveland i was gonna say american dad but that was just like the same that was just a Seth MacFarlane spinoff so dude random story about american dad there's a kid i worked with who I'd look at him sometimes and I'm like, dude, I'd like to say to somebody, I'm like, dude, does he look like American dad? And like, people are like, oh my God, yeah, he does. He's a big dude too. He played football yeah. at Colgate or some shit. And, uh, and so I'm like, Hey dude, did anyone ever tell you look like, like American dad? And he just goes, dude, it's funny you say that. He goes, cause, uh, my uncle is like the creator of American dad. What? It was Seth MacFarlane's so, so, nephew? I'm, I'm one no well, one of them. One of like the writers or something. Oh, and, okay. Uh, not the, not no, no, but the whatever. But like I'm wondering, I'm like, did they create American Dad like based off your look? Or like oh, they might have. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's the, the like most like memorable characters are based on people you met in real life. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? mean? Maybe you can make even a character. cartoon character. I mean, you like can the Simpsons, character. like you talk to all the voices and stuff, like all that shit. Like they base it off real people. I mean, this is what I get all the time. You know, like oh the, yeah, Keem the African. <laughs> you're dead ringer for Keem the African. One man gang. You, you have know? you been for Halloween? You have to. I'm gonna this year. I I was oh, Shug, really? I was Suge Knight this year. I had a, a big Suge Knight shirt, and I had a death row. That's um, pretty good. A death row and chain. Walking around with a dead body. Yeah, but listen, people say he's a murderer. He's not. 
Well, oh yeah, gee, you're wearing a murderer t-shirt. I I don't see. Okay, him he didn't. Either. He literally didn't pull the trigger. Okay, that, that we know of. He's never been convicted. He's the one who threw Tony Hockey, Rocky Horror off the balcony. I think. Uh, that was Vanilla Ice, I believe. <laughs> I believe. It oh was. yeah, no, didn't he actually hang someone off? <laughs> yeah, the yeah, he actually I was making a Pulp Fiction reference. It, it actually uh, was Vanilla Ice. Um. <laughs> anyways, enough, enough of the MTV stuff. Do the fucking Ninja Turtles song, okay? I will. <laughs> hey, speaking of Ninja Turtles, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. You had some funny stuff I, I saw one day. Um, you had like you saw some, you had something about these Ninja Turtles characters. Whatever. Oh, right. No, that was my article. I write for, uh, I do freelance write for screenrant.com. Okay. Plug there. It's just like a movie site. It's a great website. Anything, anything you want to know about movies, TV, what's happening, you you, you can go there. They got, oh, they got everything there. Who's the, old machine. who's the best Ninja Turtle? Because, you know, there's Raphael. You know, um, if I remember the song, there was, uh, um, how's it go? Michelangelo's a party dude. Raphaello's cool, but crude. Crude. Okay. All right. Yeah, kind and of an anti. Donatello does machines. Leonardo leads. Yeah, right? it was Leonardo leads. Donatello does machines. Yeah, I that's think. a fact check. Um. <laughs> so, like, you know, I like the Ninja Turtles. I loved the movies growing up. Um, there was April O'Neil. There was Casey Jones, Shredder, Splinter, uh, yeah. Bebop, and Rocksteady. I like the movies. The '90s movies stick out to me because they used like uh, animatronics. Yeah. And I feel like I haven't seen it in a long time, but I feel like that movie would hold up if I rewatched it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it and be like, "Oh, this thing sucks now." Yeah, like they ate a lot of pizza. <laughs> yeah, but that was like the 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 Ninja Turtles movies. The live action ones were fucking dark. They were. They? Oh, it yeah. was like it was an independent movie at the time. It was like the highest grossing independent movie at the time. Like they technically created it off. Uh, you know, just like the comic book licensing or whatever. Like it wasn't the whole thing with them being a toy phenomenon. Like it just really started, I think. But um, and you what know. are you into the movie Halloween as well? I'm a big, big horror movie guy. Yeah. Really? All right. So I love all the Halloweens. Um, the all one of I them? don't, I don't like that fucking mask one though. That oh, the tough. Halloween three season, the season of the witch or whatever. That one, yeah, that that's one, not even part of the. I don't even consider that part of the. That thing. one they sucks. Try to do something different. I'm sorry. That one sucks. And, and it's like, you know, hey, they watch like these commercials, right? They like watch these commercials, go buy a mask, and then like everyone's supposed to die when they put on the mask. Like, that's kind of like the theme of that movie. Yeah. Or like possesses them or something. I haven't watched stupid. in a long time. But like, you know, so so I, I like Michael Myers. I, I'm a big Michael Myers fan. The Julie Lee Curtis, you know, he comes back. The fucking, who's the guy who, uh, what was his name there? Uh, Loomis, Loomis, Doctor Loomis. Yeah, Doctor Doctor Loomis. And then, like, I like the newer ones too. You know, uh, the Rob Zombie ones. The, Rob or Zombie. the one that just came out. The Rob Zombie ones aren't bad. They're wait after. I didn't love after. the Rob Zombie one because, like, the first half was all about like Michael Myers didn't kill his family until halfway through the movie. So I was just like, all right, yeah, move like, along here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he tried to like I, th- I see what he was trying to do do more like the backstory or whatever. Wow. But um, I like the one that just came out more than any of the other sequels because it was actually like a sequel to the first one, and they had John Carpenter do the music, so it had the same like creepy music from the mm. first one and all that. The first Halloween's a classic because there's no blood. It's all just about yeah, it's all it's just all about like, dread and fucking yeah. thinking you're gonna die. The psycho type. That's movie. the best. The best horror movies are the ones that fill you with dread and make you 
want to fucking take a warm bath after it's over. So I liked um like the Devil's Rejects. Um, what was House of a Thousand Corpses is low House key a fucking creepy House, ass movie. House of a Thousand Corpses was awesome, and I think that was Rob Zombie, right? Rob Zombie, that was his yeah. first movie, I think. But like, but, uh, I think was... if, I think part I think Rob Zombie's inexperience as a director made that movie scarier because yeah. the way he shot with the camera was just like creepy and like odd. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, so it's like these people creep you out, and then people start dying, and it's like get me out of here. Well, like I like sneaky like that movie. It, the critics hated it because they didn't want to give credit to a horror well, movie, well, you know, Scream, made by a metal guy. I graduated in two thousand, so Scream yep. was huge. Scream, like true. Well, yeah, they had like, a couple sequels by then. Yeah, Scream was just like one of the big, and then there was like uh, I know what you did last summer, and then like yeah, Jeepers, yep. Jeepers Creepers, oh, God, and then yeah, like weird shit would come out, like The Hills Have Eyes and stuff. Um, but there was never really like good. Like um, what you know what came out? Us wasn't bad. Um, I thought that was okay. I was like okay. I love Get Out. I like Get, get out, out a lot. Sorry, but get not out. Like that's not just a scary movie. That's the one I liked was Get Out. Uh, a movie that came out. out a couple years ago called Hereditary. I haven't seen. Is that. one of the scariest movies I've ever seen, in my opinion. Dude, have you ever seen The Exorcist, the the prequel one of like Emily uh, Rose? So the Exorcist, the original like, Exorcist, is another one that, that great. holds up. But dude, they, they, made, they made a prequel of like what that like character like possessed somebody before but like remember how that remember how the priest were like the priest that saved them like had mm-hmm. to do this before like they right, yeah, it's, about that. it's that guy it's about like and, his like, first time having to do dude, it dude creepy and i think it was called like emily rose or something i don't know whatever oh that Fuck. that's not an exorcist movie i know what you're talking yeah, about like, no, no 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 i think no, 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 no you're thinking, wasn't it like exorcist the origin or something like that yeah it was, it was a prequel of the of the exorcist ex- yeah yeah no there that movie does exist but exorcism of emily rose is a different oh yeah exorcism movie. i'm mixing i'm mixing up my exorcisms <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> Emily Rose is just okay, but Emily Rose pales in comparison to The Exorcist because in The Exorcist, the first like half of the movie is doctors trying to figure out what's wrong with this girl, and they can't figure it out. And you mm. slowly figure out that that there's nothing they could do because she's possessed by the devil, and you start to feel horrible for this family. The and devil. then the really fucked up shit starts to happen. Uh, the the crucifix and all that. <laughs> yes. And like, there's a part like before you realize what's going on, like how scary it's going to get. She she comes down and tells people you're all going to die, and then pisses herself. Like that's one of the creepiest scenes yeah. in movie history. Yes, that's because like you watch that, and you're like, what the fuck? Imagine watching that in 1973. Yeah, I still <laughs> freak. I still freak out. Like it still kind of gets me. And like you know, he just falls out the window or whatever. But um, yeah, I when you said the devil, all I could think of was Bobby Boucher's mother. You know, like oh, that's the devil. I don't know. Football is the devil. Football is the devil. Um, anyways, so uh, I saw Jurassic Park and I saw a funny meme this week. And again, not being insensitive, but it was like, hey, the last time we opened things up early, well, you know, it was Jurassic Park, and uh, and like, yeah, ha ha, right? Talk about yeah. that holds up, by the way. What one? Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jurassic Park one holds up, I think. The first one is all I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. With fucking Newman, he loses the uh you know It's just unbelievable how good the effects still are. Like you figure out you watch a movie from twenty five years ago, none, none nothing's gonna have good effects, but like the dinosaurs. Well, dude, the the yeah. fucking cup moving with like the, the boom boom boom. That's still yeah, classic. Cool. Like you could That's you the could T Rex with the eye in the window, yeah. You could do that now and it would still fucking get over, you know? Yeah. Uh you know, I, I watched, was it three the other day where the boy gets lost? 
Yeah, and the mother and father try to find him. I think yeah, I think three is one of the ones that sucks. Yeah, but <laughs> from, then from like, what I remember, but then he's like, "Hey, it's the dinosaur guy," and the baby picks up and it's like and gives it. Yeah, to yeah. Him. Okay, yeah. Two, I don't remember though. That's the Lost World. No, no, no. Or, uh, Doctor Malcolm's the main character. There you go, that guy. Yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first Jurassic Park is a classic, though. Yeah, and then Jurassic World with Chris Pratt is. Uh, uh, I like the first one, but it's you know it's not doesn't have the magic of the the first that, that happens all the time or mm. you get to the fourth or fifth installment it's like yeah you know the first one's you know still clearly the best what a, a lot of things if you're gonna go to the the drive-in at kowloon to watch a movie what movie would you want to watch well, yeah what before i tell you what because i gotta think about are they actually doing that is that happening if they allow people yeah so if outside so they had a tiki bar last year which is great like you could like hang out and like they had like a you know, music feel like it was like you're yeah. drinking your patio drinking, right? That's on I my fucking, calendar. If, if they open it up, you know? I love patio drinking. That is like a fucking, Oh, Oh, I'm not a huge, like drinker, like go out to the bar every weekend guy, but like, I'll do it. Yeah. If I'm with but like, people I but, like, and we have good conversations, but day shit. drinking outside in like nice weather is like pretty good. Better. Like, Oh, and, I, and so like, I'll drink a cold sangria just to like do it. Cause it's like, all right, let's get drunk. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's drink. I mean, the other day, like I was, I, the other day it was like, I really, I saw a bunch of white claws in my fridge and it was like 75 degrees, 70 degrees outside. And I was doing something on the porch and I'm like, I might just drink a white claw fucking back right now. Cause it's just like a day drinking. It's like a, it's, yeah. it's just like something you want to do. I'll tell and, you where Drake day drinking outside does not work. I've been to the Bonnaroo Music Festival three times. You been? You went to Bonnaroo? Been there three times. Yeah. Holy shit! And uh, is it like um, what's it called? Uh, what what the fuck is the main event? Wow, well, uh, Woodstock. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know what Woodstock was like, but it's like a major festival. Yeah, people just walking around, enjoying all kinds of live music, and you stay there the whole weekend. You camp and everything. But here's the thing: it's in the middle of Tennessee in mid June on a farm where there's no shade. So you, you go to sleep and you're all comfortable, but then a second goes by that all of a sudden it's 8 a.m. and you feel like you're inside an oven being cooked alive. And you have to see, so you have to get out of your tent like the second the sun comes up and then you start drinking and you think you're having a good time, but then you realize you're not getting drunk at all because you're just drinking. And then the sweat's immediately coming out of you. And like, you could swallow my back sweat and get drunk off, but that's how fucking quickly we were sweating gross and uh that that's a time where like i feel like, like like you strike me as someone who would have a great time at a festival after the sun goes down like during the day i feel i'm I don't, gonna sleep do you not do well with heat and humidity i don't know what you're how you're all right so so here's the deal like if i go to vegas right uh i actually i'm a beach believe it or not i'm a beach guy um okay. i love the, i love the beach but i um i love the ocean too so like if i was out in the heat and there was no water nearby out that it's not <laughs> it is not happening I don't, like desert, I don't like sweat. I don't like sweat. It's just no. like, you know, I just. No. Sticky, sweaty weather is the worst. I, I'll sweat if I can get wet. Yeah. You know, like that's. But yeah, like if I go to Vegas, I'll drink all fucking night. I'll drink till six in the mm. morning. And then the pool opens at seven and I'm out at the fucking pool, mm. you know, getting sun. I tan well. So it's like I don't get burned. And, um, you know, that's that's me. And then I'll be in the water pool. I go down to the cave. I live North Shore. I live I live 10 minutes away from the fucking ocean. So like I can like pretty much go whenever the hell I want, um, but yeah, it has to be. I'll go out all day. I'll day drink all day. But you're right, dude. It's hard to day drink when it's hot. I went to a Metallica Summer Sanitarium concert once at Gillette. It was like 95 degrees. Oh, nice. 
and I would that drink. Might a have beer. been the same year I went to Bonnaroo. I don't know because it was like a huge heat wave across the country one year. I, dude, I was drinking a beer and then drinking fucking water. I was drinking beer, <laughs> and then I I was like in the front row. They were hosing us down. Yeah, they were fucking just hey, here's a hose. I'm like fucking yes. Who's me? Yeah, like, no, you know, at, Baru, at Baru, you need the camelback. You know those things? The little, like the backpack with the water? You need that. Like, you can't just walk around with a bottle of water. You'll finish it in, in a minute, and then you like immediately need to drink water again. But once the sun goes down, oh, boy, you can, you can really let loose, you know? Yep. Seen some uh, interesting shit going down at that at that place. I didn't know that you were a, a Bonnaroo guy. Anyways, let's, oh, do, a, let's do a lightning oh round. Um, oh, boy. I'm not good at the thinking of you know an answer to a question right off right in the right away you know. What do you think? I hate Water Association. What do you think of Travis Kelsey's comment? Uh, stupid. Though literally not one person hates him because he was a white tight end wearing 87. <laughs> we hate you because you're you act like a douche and you know. I like I don't want to like disparage anyone personally because I don't know Travis Kelsey personally, but he, I don't know. He just comes off really yeah. annoying. Yeah. You're not as good as Gronk. You can't block. You're a glorified H back. Nobody hates you for any of the reasons you stated. You are incorrect. That's my take on Travis Kelsey. Okay. Why is Cam Newton still the favorite to land with the Patriots? Because I don't know. People like to, I don't know. People just like to put takes out there. They hear a little detail. Like, oh, I heard they, I heard they're sniffing around on Cam Newton. And it's like, I don't doubt that Bill Belichick makes calls to people, hmm. but like, He's going to do it on his terms. He's not going to bring in Cam Newton for fucking ten million or whatever, whatever the hell he would cost. Cam, Cam Newton's only coming here if Stidham gets hurt. Right. Yeah, like I wouldn't. But, I'm not rule. I don't rule anything out with Bill Belichick, but it's like, yeah. I mean that. Like I started like being more of, of a believer in betting odds when once Tom Brady went to the Bucks. Yeah. Because remember the reports come out. It's like, oh, now he's the favorite to land in Tampa, and then all of a sudden the reports start coming out. It's like, wow. So the Vegas people knew as much as anybody. You know? Did you read? Did you read so this? It's weird though with Cam Newton, and I, if he came here, oh my god, I don't, I'm never, haven't been a fan of his really for a while either. Yeah, but dude, he's a polarizing figure. He's good. Um, It'll be good for ratings and good for people talking shit. I, about that. I, I just think though, overall, and I think Bill would get the most of him. I think he'd play well. Absolutely, but I just think because I'm not one of these guys. Like, hey, don't bring him in. He sucks. Like I'm, I'm on a Bill we trust guy. More than anything, I think though he's the difference of like a nine and seven, mm-hmm. ten and six to twelve and four. Uh, I I think he's worth two games. I think that's if you assume but, that Stidham's but, just going to be a mediocre, I'll, I'll tell you this, manager though, type guy. You know, he got that Liz Frank um, injury in his foot. Like some mm-hmm. guys who never got that fixed, like went on to just fail. He got it fixed. So like, you know, he's not hasn't been the most accurate passer, but you know, you might not need that in the. Uh, in the AFC. Sorry, Maz uh, just texted me. Oh, he did? What did he Maz say? Said, I write three articles last week. Yes, yes, Tony. Alright, I'll help yes. you in a second. I'm busy. Yeah, hey, 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 Tony, he's actually fucking doing work. <laughs> Anyways, did you read this, um, this fucking, uh... So much for the lightning round. Sorry to drag out these answers for you. No, it's, it's fine. Um, I have no, no I've, I'm not doing anything. Are you? <laughs> not doing shit. <laughs> like I'm not doing anything. I I've been playing video games. I've been, I've been. I'm, I'm gonna put a new. I'm putting a new personal website together. By the way, like it's gonna feature some sports. Dude, I guess that's might be sort of breaking news because I haven't really talked about it publicly. But do you know how to do that? MattDolph.com is coming back, folks. I have Joey Murray. humdings on that website. I have JoeyMurray.com and. Um, oh really? 
It doesn't exist. Well, it exists, but oh, you're I need, just sitting on the domain. I, I'm the no. I used to have like the sportsblast.com and what's the line.net and like all these like websites and like now I want to just like merge them, but I have to do it myself and I don't know how to do it. So maybe I'll call you and you can. Help I know. Yeah, I know how to set up a website. I've done it a bunch of times. The key is, uh, you know, stay consistent with putting content together, and not procrastinating, and actually. Okay. doing shit so like i've started there's been a bunch of websites that i've started that failed and which goes back to our conversation about failing over and over again to be successful so i mean i'm hoping this next website i put out there is going to be successful there's going to be original content stuff that really wouldn't make sense if i put it on the sports hub or anywhere else and like like stuff that i want to do you know what i mean yeah, dude, i'm basically should- gonna write about whatever i want write about like, our- i want to write about stuff that i'm interested in because yeah. i feel like i would translate and people would be more interested in yeah. something if the writer is passionate about it i want to you know, like i want to write about things i'm passionate about so dude when halloween comes i want you to fucking write about halloween okay? i probably will oh right. big big horror movie guys probably gonna put yeah. something out there people like horror movies and like I like I don't I don't care about being like a, a journalist. Like I said, like I just want to write stories that people are uh, entertained by. Maybe I'll try to incorporate real life and you know facts and all that stuff. But it's like mm. I just want you to enjoy yourself. Hey, what like, great... like a Cla- Chuck Klosterman or something like that? You know, what I mean, like he's not no, he's not exactly a journalist, but he's no, he's a writer that people enjoy. Okay, what grade would you give the Patriots off season this year? Oh, I saw you sent uh, Curran gave him a big fat F, huh? Uh, so that's a tricky one because if the, if like, if they really wanted Brady back, Tom Brady back and tried to get him back and failed, then it's not a good off season, but yeah, they st- was it, was it okay. Bill's plan all along to, I, to let, let, move on? I respect Tom. Great writer, right? Great writer. Cause we, we, just, we just admitted it. We only fucking, you know, I'm the guy who attacks the story and then you're the guy who like write your own story. Yeah. They take their medicine with twenty three and a half million in dead cat money, is what he writes. But if he yeah. comes back, they still eat dead cat money. Just want to just want to throw that out there. They would have had to. Well, it would have been they could have worked it out where he only counted for half the dead for money. Like I guess seven for like seven million or six something. six point yeah. seven five or well, something. No matter what, they still had to eat that money. Uh, Steven Guskowski's out. Michael Bennett, Antonio Brown, like all those guys sucked last year. They franchised Joe Tooney, which is still up in the air. They drafted a kicker in the fifth round. Nobody else would have likely drafted. They saw two of the that best- one. It's like who? It's a fifth round pick. Like he wants the guy, just take him. That's my philosophy. You kicked at Rhode Island, so I think he liked them. I, uh, I feel that way about the second round picks he's made. The ones that sucked. It's like that's who he wanted. Obviously, he was wrong about Tavon Wilson and guys like that. But it's like. You really want a guy, just reach for him. Like, who cares about like who I cares actually, about getting the most value? Like, you could have had this guy 62 picks later. Uh, you know, it's like how, what do you know? How do you know? Oh that's man. what I love the draft analysis, but people during this, so, you don't fucking know. Some drafts I, I am I am like, oh man, that guy was on the board and Bill Burr has a bit about I fucking die laughing every time. <laughs> you you have a comedy sense. I don't pro the defensive line. <laughs> Before we leave today, I want to ask you about the Sopranos and comedy. So rem- bookmark okay. bookmark those. Sure. Um, but the story goes on to say they lost Jamie Collins and Kyle Van Noy. Philip Dorsett out. Duran Harmon traded. Danny Shelton out. Is he out? Danny oh, Shelton yeah. signed with the Lions. I believe. Okay, he's out. Ted Garris, who couldn't snap, he fucking drove me nuts. I put great guy. You snap fucking football. Snap it. Not you, the, nothing but good things to say about Ted Garris. Snap it right, will you? Snap it. Oh, the way he snapped it, he always fucked it up. Big office oh. fan, Ted Garris. 
Nate Ebner out. <laughs> Anyways, I, I mean, like, yeah, he would snap it, and I would like do my taxes, then come back, you know, yeah, do no a little shit. exercise. You know, you gotta fire <laughs> the final. The ball would be in Tom you know, Brady's hands. You know what you do? Listen, you have one job when you're a center. Okay, one job when you're a center. You fucking get a good snap to the quarterback. That's it. That's it. Because yeah. you're gonna have a guard help you. A guard is gonna help you. Don't why can't me. why couldn't like Joe Cardona do it if they needed him to? It's like well, an emergency. He's, he's not in the he no. <laughs> yeah, I probably couldn't block, but he like can't block. <laughs> and then they wouldn't be able to kick at all because no just fires it into his dick. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady, questionable groin. <laughs> Sports hernia, uh, <laughs> which is that wouldn't be the first time. Yes, he had uh, a ruptured testicle. Uh, Bo, he's wear a cup. Bo Allen in, Adrian Phillips in. I like those signings. Dan Vitale. They needed a run stopper, and I know that I guess Danny Shelton for Bo Allen sort of a wash. Adrian Phillips is a good signing. He plays. Yeah. He plays safety. He's not just he's, a, special he's a special teams team. guy. Yeah, but he's a free safety. He's he's like a uh, he's a McCoy. Like a box safety type. Well, right? no, he no. I think um I think he's more of like a free. I think they want. Um, but he's not like a deep field guy. He can like tackle. I, thought, I, right? I think he's one of those guys. So I think he can be. Um, yeah, he's got to play special teams too. He's very good at that. Oh, the special teams is going to be oh. even better. I think they <laughs> yeah. got that Cody Davis uh, guy. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Phillips, they still have Bolden. Who the fuck else? They signed someone they else. That the, stupid bird guy. Uh, oh, the, the linebacker they drafted is going to oh, be a good special. Uh, Uche, what's his name? Uche Cash, or, uh, whatever. Oh, however oh you pronounce Cash Maliu, Maliala, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Maluir, Maliua. Maliua. I don't from, know how to pronounce from, his name. I'm from, sorry. You know where he's, he's going to be? A special, I guarantee. I, I'm telling you, he's the next Nate Ebner. That's what that guy's. You know where be. he's from? From the streets of Compton. <laughs> <laughs> From Compton, and my name is Cage. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to be. I, just wanted, to drop, jewels. I wanted to drop like a Dr. Dre line there because I'm from the streets of Compton. Compton, Compton. <laughs> Whatever. They gave him an No, you know, I know all the words that forgot about Dre. I'm not going to do it right now, but I, 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 I do it if you wanted. I know, dude. I know every lyric on America's <laughs> Most Wanted, on the Chronic, the Chronic Two double disc. Uh, I know <laughs> Easy Does It by Doc by Easy E. Uh, I know yes, the Predator album from Ice. Yes, I know every. Oh, Jesus. I know them all. That's I could like, do that maybe with Run the Jewels. Maybe Beetle like Karaoke next year. I'll be like, y'all know me, still same old G, but I've been low key. Oh, we we crush it. <laughs> you can Guaranteed. do the Eminem part. Guarantee crush it. Anyways, they gave an F, dude. I don't know about F. F to me is like. See, I, well, I want to give Karn a benefit of the doubt here that he gave him an F because he's not sure if Bill's just saying this is a bridge year and we're not really going to try to win the Super Bowl. We're building for next year, which is sort of like giving someone an F for not showing up to class. Like that's, I think that might be sort of his logic, where it's like they're not, they're like that's like an incomplete effort almost. Mm -hmm. I think that might have been his logic by giving them an F. I couldn't. I mean, I don't know. If you lose Tom Brady, then like what? What's the point of even just dis- like you give him an F for that? Like what's the point of even discussing anything else? You know, like it almost has to be independent of Tom Brady. Sort of like everything's independent of Tom Brady now. Like you can't even you can't talk about the best quarterbacks or whatever, and you just basically have to just nudge Tom Brady aside and talk about everybody else. So it's like I think they're gonna win. I'm sort of looking at how they handled everything else. You know what I mean? The gonna Brady thing games. in and of itself is obviously didn't end perfectly. So they're gonna win ten games and get right back in the race. That's they're the gonna. They're gonna, they're gonna 
they're going to destroy the Dolphins in week one, and everyone's going to be like, oh, fuck, this fucking Belichick still got these guys playing well shit. Because Bill Belichick, like, the team is, like, the team is extremely well coached. Like, do people not, I feel like people don't realize this. There's people out there, like, not in New England, but, like, in the sporting universe in general, they think it's fucking black magic. Yeah, like like week one against the Dolphins. It's either going to be Fitzpatrick or Tua Tagovailoa, okay? It's like you watch these teams do all this dumb shit and yeah. not, like all this fundamentally unsound things. It's like, thank God we have Bill Belichick so they don't do all this dumb shit. But like Stefan Gilmore is going to be on that side of the field and then there's like J.C. Jackson and like Jonathan Jones and Patrick Chung and Devin McCourty and Adrian Griffin. And it was like, uh, they're like, oh shit, there's like Dante Hightower is still there and like, oh shit. And then, like, this Bo Allen, Bo Allen dude, telling you, fucking Bo knows, okay? He is going to be good. <laughs> I he like is- the Bo Allen side. They needed a guy who could stuff the run up the middle. And I mean, I know, like, like I said, he's yeah, he had a down year, replacement, but, with, but I think he's a better fit for that. The game against the Super Bowl, when he was with the Eagles, he fucking was in Brady's face all day. And he helped that yeah. dude get that strip sack that they, uh, that's, that's, that's that true. Yeah. Um, all right. So there's great calls in history you know there's there's Havlicek stole the ball there's you know the Giants win the pennant there's Joe Carter's walk-off grand grand, a home run you know do you believe in miracles yes where does on 98.5 the sports hub no rank (laughs) of all time It's, it's in the pantheon it's in the pantheon somewhere I mean I think I think an easy choice for number one all time is do you believe in miracles? I think that's like sort of the gold standard because that's like the best possible combination of the moment. Like the moment is so unbelievable. And like the Al Michaels came up with that line in that moment. That's one of one of the best moments in sports history, regardless of what fucking country you're from. Hmm. Like once you once you learn the whole con, I guess if you're Russian, you don't like it, but I mean it's fucking commies. But uh yeah, I think your call. Your call was great because of the emotion. That's what makes a great call is that, like, you mix the emotion with the moment. And, like, you were just so, so shell-shocked at fucking West Virginia State or whatever the hell it was, losing no, by two it was, because it the was, guy it heaved was, it. It was Indiana. It was uh, Victor Oladipo. And I, if I could set it up quickly, I'm yeah. doing an interview on a weekend, and I get an email that Christian Arcan is going to be starting at our station. And I'm like, oh, I know Christian. So I'm like, yeah, why don't we get a guest on? You know, the playoffs are happening. And it's LeBron James who always, always, like, played half-court offense. So, like, the games would be low scoring. And, like, the total was, like, 214 and a half or something. So you're like, oh, this is a stone cold. And I'm like, and, like, the interview started. And I'm like, all right, like, let's just let the interview go. I'm just going to watch, you know. Like, okay, okay. So all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're they're following them and they're, they're getting these extra free throws and I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. Yeah, is this really gonna cut down to one fucking shot here? So so like they take a shot, it it, re, it like ends. It's like four, three, two, and one. you're in the middle of taking people to the commercial break. It's the best part though. <laughs> Jump shot, Oladipo, in. So it was two fourteen. So it was two two twelve was the total at the time. Oh man! So yeah, it literally lost by one point. So a two point layup, and I win, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like the bounce and then the guy tipped it in, you would be fine. <laughs> just like, what the, the, and I'm like, all right, thank you to Dr. Football right here on 98.5. The sports, like, no! <laughs> and I was like, did that count? And they're like, yep. Is there oh, a perfectly, is there a synced video somewhere? Yeah, some, yeah, it's on my Twitter handle. So, I, th- I thought I might have been dreaming when I saw that. I got to look that up. Just so you know, that's not the first time that's happened. Really? On the air? So Jeremy Conley has like a list of like shit that I've done with bets like on the air. Because I've worked a lot of nights um, like when Jones moves around yeah. or is out or whatever. But there was a great one where in, uh, Anthony Brown was the quarterback at BC. And they're playing Northern Illinois in a MAC game on a Wednesday night, eight o'clock. These fucking college sports. <laughs> right? I can't. I can't. And Too I'm many doing, games. Fuck them. I'm doing the show. I got Let BC. me know who's going in the NFL. I got BC, and all of a sudden I'm just like sitting there, and I'm like, "Yes, and a touchdown by the young freshman Anthony Brown. Take a bow." I go. <laughs> right. I just just out of nowhere, and like you just. You just like set it stream of conscious without even thinking. Well, that's how Fred Toucher became to know me. He goes, "Who's the kid on the weekend who's just watching games that he's betting on?" Oh, right. <laughs> and it's me because, like, again, I used to come. We're not going to talk about how much of a degenerate this guy. Is. <laughs> I used to come in like prepping for like shows and shit. Like, oh, you know, we're going to talk about the Red Sox today, and is Stephen Wright could he be a number one starter? You know, whatever. Yeah. And like, it just didn't work. It didn't work. It wouldn't work. What would have happened if the, the shot didn't, if like you won the bet? Like, would you have been equally as, like, would you have had an orgasm? Like, I would have been, been like, oh, oh, yeah. I would have been like, oh, that was good. Time, to, let's go to break. <laughs> time to unbuckle the pants, everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now the dulcet tones are very white. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, I'd be like, actually, what are we betting next? <laughs> it's probably, yeah. probably what are we gonna put? We're gonna roll that over on next. That's <laughs> probably what would have well, happened. It's like, all right, so there's a Korean soccer league, <laughs> and they're playing these guys from Germany. They're right off the street, but they got some talent. Last week, like, what do you know about this shit, Lipschatz? He, he hits me up last week. He goes, Joe, I got a sharp play. You got to take Jotko in uh, in UFC, and I'm like, okay, Jotko, okay, yep, yep. Oh, he's a favorite in the prelims. And he's like, yeah, 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 I got a sharp, sharp play. <laughs> Listen, like, I talked to 17 lawyers in Orange County, and they told me that the coach is running a triangle offense, and that's going to help them on the other end. It's like, what? Dude, where do you get this shit? Matt, you got to do a bit. You got to do a bit where it's like me. Like, it's it's like me just like hosting, like, hey, everybody, yeah, here's the over under show, and we got this coming up. And like, yeah, Joe. <laughs> I uh, I uh, yeah, I talked to my friend who's a lawyer friend who's got a sister who's in the uh, you know. Like, and it's listen, just, I got sources at all four major pro sports leagues. If you made a thirty, listen to that chef. If guy. you made a thirty or a sixty, I would play that bit every fucking weekend. <laughs> like, I, it'd be like before the last break. It's like, hey man, I got something on the Bundesliga. You know, I was thinking of like coming up with like like characters. You know, like like not even not necessarily. Like I'm doing a, a Felger, or I'm doing a Joe Murray, but it's like a composite, just like an outrageous character. That yeah. might be part of the whole thing. Like you'll you'll see. I'm it's in the early, very early stages of what I'm gonna hopefully uh, try to do and do well. I hope but so. That's, that's a good idea. Like I was thinking of doing something for like sports betting and like you know 
But there's like so Completely many people. Positive, like, like parody of an outrageous sports like, uh, radio gambling guy. Like at night, right? They they use DJ Alexi is kind of like a big thing at night with yeah. with Arkan. So like maybe like you could like uh, you know like maybe like be like DJ Alexi's like cl- you know person who puts you know, makes the clothes for him right. or like you know like you know, like just like something weird. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put five thousand on the Patriots, and here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna hedge it by putting fifteen thousand on the Dolphins. This is what you're gonna do. You know, look at the percentages, look at the weather. Yeah. And then the li- if the live line is out, dude, you got to go and uh, drop it all on the underdog, and then you'll, you'll still win some dollars. Forget about it. Uh, speaking of forget about it, all right, I'm a huge Sopranos fan. Me too. Uh, I watched it recently, head to toe. I got to rewatch. I got to do that soon. Some, thing, some things stand out to me um, like that make me think. Um you know, there's the famous scene with Bobby on the boat. You know, it all just goes black. Right. I got to rewatch that last. Okay. There was, like, AJ was all fucked up. But uh, he says, like, the funniest thing. He's like, yeah, you know, I want to go into the service, and maybe I could, like, fly airplanes for Trump or something. And I'm just, like, dying laughing. He says Trump? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm fucking dying laughing. Right. Now the like, apprentice was on at that time, so it's exactly. like he was, you know. But uh, what uh, there's like little like things that happen, like obviously like uh, you know they had like the terrorists and like shit shit would happen and like yeah, yeah. The, the FBI is like hey if you can help me with the terrorists like I'll help you with like this right they help each other yeah right. and like and then like they find out that like you know dude got whacked and he's like we're gonna win this one the FBI guys like all pumped up you know <laughs> yeah yeah and then the but, other guys look at him like what's wrong with you yeah but like it's just I like, keep. Because he has no idea that, like, he, like inside he's celebrating, like, that Tony and him are working things yeah. out. Yeah. But the other guy's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then, like, Polly just had it bad at the end, man. Like, you know, between his mom or his non-mom and his nun. And then the fucking yeah, that was cat, weird. The cat that kept fucking looking at him. And, like, you know, everybody that ever had that job always got whacked, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Prostate and the fucking, you know, the Saint fucking, what was the, uh, like a Saint Anthony's feast or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Like, gets the guy's fucking gold head. Like there was always something with Polly, right? There was just always yeah. fucking something with him. Whatever. Well, today I, I, I there's a Sopranos um, page that I follow on Twitter. I'll find it because I, I just took a picture of it because I wanted to think about it. Um, that goes all the way back to me. Polly went to that like psychic thing. <laughs> Yeah, I remember in the, like, the dead guy. Yo, we fucking whacked him in 1972 with your old man. <laughs> yeah, Mikey, Mikey, Paul Macy yeah. says, how's the sunburn or whatever, or how's the poison ivy? Yeah, but uh, this is Sopranos Club, at the Sopranos Club. And today yeah. they pose a question. So what happened to Carmella? <clears throat> well, I still don't know what happened at the end. I, I don't know what happened at the end. My assumption is it's a point of view. And every, it's in Tony's point of view. He sees everyone walking through the door. He hears the bell. You know, it's his point of view. And then all of a sudden we see black. So I assume we he got whacked. I assume. It's Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. I also feel like didn't David we, Chase let it slip or something. Yeah, but he fucking it was a poor, poor. Was it misinterpreted? Uh, yeah, yeah, the media misinterpreted. That's a fucking shocker. So the other thing was, did we get whacked? Like that was yeah, I like that theory. I've heard that theory that the audience is the one that got whacked. So what did you? What I think it's just. I yet? think he just wanted to throw as many little details in there as he could and just have us think about it. And, and like here we are, fucking thirteen years later, still talking about it. I think that's the thing. 
that's my take on the Sopranos finale is that it's so much, it's way better than the finales of other shows that like wrapped everything else perfectly. Like Breaking, Breaking Bad is the example Breaking, I go Breaking to. Breaking, Breaking Bad Breaking loved Breaking Bad. Great, great, great show. I love Better Call Saul. I, too, by the way. I like Better Call Saul. I, I need to catch up on that. I'm only like a two or three seasons. So, into so, that, well, but, here's my but, thing. But like, point is, okay, go ahead. the Breaking Bad ending is like perfect. Like everything, everything wrapped up nice and neatly. Walter, you know, the whole thing with the, the lab and the cops yeah. showing up. Pickman escapes. Everything's great. Who's still talking about the Breaking Bad finale? Nothing. Nothing that's interesting enough to keep talking about. Can, I mean? can we go flip the that? Itself, the journey of that show was amazing. Yep. But everybody's still talking about the Sopranos finale. Flip side of that, though? So, like, it's so symbolic and, like, vague, and there's different ways to interpret it, and there's nobody really knows what happened. I think that's what makes a good finale. And I keep people talking about it forever. Good point, right? Way good more point. compelling to me than, than a lot of other finales. It's been almost 20 years, and we're still fucking talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, Game of Thrones was my favorite show. It was was my favorite show until like about after like four seasons. You're like, okay, eh, six seasons. We could just call it right here. It would be fine. The the fi- did you, I don't know if you did you watch? We were yep. Yep. Okay. The final season pissed me the fuck off. Oh yeah, because of the the investment, the time, the time you had to wait. It pissed me off. And here's my thing: who watches anymore? Like, who even talks about Game of Thrones anymore? It it's ended like, so badly, nobody cares about it anymore. It's like, we can't it's even like, fucking mention it, dude. It's because now, look, because now you go back and watch the first episodes, and it's like, you know where it's leading to. So it's like, uh, I'll rewatch the first four seasons maybe at some point. But, like, the, the, what happened, Joe, with that is that they started outpacing George R. R. Martin, who wrote the books. Yeah. What made Game of Thrones so incredible in the early seasons is that they drew the dialogue and the characters from these amazing books that had been out for 20 years. You know what I mean? Like, so once they no longer had the the books with the great dialogue and all that stuff, they yeah. it started. It's in the hands of these fucking TV assholes who like don't know what they're doing compared to George R. R. Martin. And now all of a sudden, season five is a piece of shit mm-hmm. with those like triplet girls or whatever, and they go to you know. I forget what season that is. The season after the the mountain kills the the guy, which I, yeah. that was my favorite season because I loved that character, the guy that gets killed by the mountain. Yeah, I forget his real name, but like that season sucked, and like that that's when it started to like fall behind the the books. So now it's like George R. R. Martin gives them the general plot, and now they're coming up with the dialogue, and it's these fucking cheeseball idiots who wrote for probably like Entourage and Ballers and shit like that, and now it's like. <laughs> Now the show sucks, but I mean, like the, the the season where the they blew up the whole thing at the where Cersei blew everyone up at the end. That was a great season. Yeah, with the fire. But yeah. then the season, the two seasons after that were terrible. And yeah, it, I, what happened is I, they had the whole storyline, but they rushed it together. Whereas if they were able to drag it out for a few more seasons or wait for the books to come out, it would have been way way better. What I liked about Game of Thrones was like they killed the father on Father's Day. Right, like on the actual Father's Day, Terry. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, the the red wedding was fucking great. Like I still can't believe they burned the daughter. Like it's still to me to this day. I'm that like, was fucked up. Like holy shit. But I was like, like, okay, okay, they didn't show it. <laughs> you know, like, and like, oh my child, god, the, children the, the child, the, burning alive. Is, the is children horrific. of the forest is still weird to me. Like I don't, I don't get it. The Hodor angle, like, uh, all all I mean is, is like, I was okay with that. People didn't like that shit. Yeah, I was fine with I it was too. Okay with it. But my whole thing is this: like, 
I went down a rabbit hole the other day. I wanted to learn about fucking Game of Thrones again. Like I, and I'm like, it brought up two things, and that's why I'm bringing up this Carmella thing. You know, if you could watch a spinoff, what would it be? Would it be Jon Snow with the Wildlings? Would it be Arya going to fucking, you know, past the Westeros? Would you want to know what fucking Drogon did with the fuck with it with Daenerys's body and where he went? Like, what spinoff would you want to see next? And what's the point of the fucking Night's Watch anymore? No, yeah, I mean, I, I'm an Arya Stark guy. I would watch an Arya. So it's Arya, right? Yeah. And even if it's just like this cheesy show where she just kicks ass and like takes people's faces every week, that that would be fun. <laughs> be to watch, awesome. Fucking be great. Yeah, I'd watch that every week. Um, aren't so they coming ha- up with? Aren't they making new? Aren't they making a prequel? I I think they're making a prequel about Robert Baratheon and that all all that stuff. Ooh, I like that. It happened before like the first season. I'm I'm in on that. And it's based on the, a book by George R. R. Martin, so it's actually going to be good. See, but this is what's going to happen. George R. R. Martin's finally going to come out with that last book, and people are going to read it and be like, "Oh, now I get why that happened." Okay, he did a way better job telling the story. And it's going to be like, "Why did we let these pricks at HBO fucking take a piss on our show?" Real quick, turn the show down and take a piss on the ashes. <laughs> um, we'll get the, we got a couple of games coming up in a minute here, but uh, so so what happens to Carmela is is what this it says on the site. She retires, sells the mansion, and moves in with Rosalie. She gets whacked because she knew too much, and it was probably from Polly. She disappears, possibly to Naples on a Furio hunt. Um, she went pro without children. Uh, she takes the veil, um, and she like takes over full time, like as the boss. No, well, she would get whacked. <laughs> Remember whack. they had to give her the money, and They're they not against hated it. Women. Remember they gave her the money, like her was it her and uh, no, it was Polly and. Who was it? Paul. Well, I'm saying the New York people would have whacked her. They don't. They don't care about. Coming. No, but what I'm saying is, remember they had to like pay her when Tony was in the coma. And I think. They, yeah, yeah. They had to go up into like the secret. Department. They give her the thing, and they're in the hotel, and they just put their heads down, and she like notices I, that like. You know. <laughs> they're pulling down like AK-47. She's like, oh, oh my god. And she's like, you got to watch out for that veto. You know, she out. absolutely would have got why remember that loudmouth Lorraine Caluzzo? She got <laughs> she got it. Oh yeah, she got she got I, it. my other the only other thing I think she would have done is move in with Rosalie. They were they were BFFs. Yeah, they, were, they were she home. ran right over there when Jackie Jr. got whacked. Poor Rosalie, man. She fucking got oh, it. That's man. the saddest that's the saddest scene in Sopranos is, is Jackie Jr.'s funeral. With her just breaking down, and it's like, <laughs> holy shit, this lady's entire life got taken away from her. Everything. Even fucking Ralphie. Yeah, but the be- other, but the parallel was awesome with Tony just looking at AJ, just giving AJ this look like, you sure you want to fucking, yeah. Shall I get my fucking business? <laughs> He's telling him. Hey, uh, what'd you think of the Jordan documentary? Um, I like yeah, I had to binge it because I didn't know you probably wanted to talk about it a little bit. Well, all right. So I, had I to like skip a couple episodes. <laughs> I'm uh, going to go back and rewatch it. Watch seven and eight. Do it because. It brings you back to the 95 playoffs against the Magic when he, like, goes from 40, 20, 45 to 23, and it just shows he wasn't right, you know? But um, the Jordan documentary, I thought I thought it was good. Um, the soundtrack was outstanding. But I like en- the soundtrack, yeah. Ending it with that fucking Soprano song pissed me off. The, not the Soprano, the Pearl Jam song pissed me the fuck off. My takeaways, though, I, st- I was a huge wrestling fan in the NWO, right? The highest rated NBA finals ever was the 97 or 8. I forget which one. Mm-hmm. And Dennis Rodman didn't show up to practice to fucking record on Monday Night Nitro. 
How the fuck did Eric Bischoff get Dennis Rodman in the height of the NBA Finals? That's think about it. Eighty-three weeks, like they were ahead of WWE. Yeah, but they got Dennis Rodman, and then they got Carl Malone, Jay Leno. That's right. They got Jay Leno too. (laughs) But like, I just that's it's outstanding to me. And then like you know the whole Carmen Electra thing. They show Leo DiCaprio walking up to Jordan, like, hey, man, yeah, and, like, the movie, uh, fucking, what movie was that? Romeo and Juliet came out at the time, and, like, Jordan, like, oh, makes DiCaprio, the fucking, yeah. yeah, he makes the fucking joke out of Do you think they could have got seven championships? Probably. Yeah, if Jordan kept playing, they would have, they might have won, you know, two or three more. If Jordan kept yeah, but playing. but how do you know, though? Pippen did. Well, there's did, no way to know, yeah. Pippen won, you know, Kerr, all those guys are free agents, fucking Phil. But I'll tell you this. If There's a Tw- chance he could have dragged them to the playoffs and they just didn't have the horses around him. If you know Twitter, I mean? Sort if, of like those Kobe teams when before, like between Kobe's Shaq championships and then the later ones. Yep. Where if like Tw- Kobe had, it was Kobe and a bunch of stiffs. And you just like, you know. Yeah, maybe. But if Twitter was out back then, Scotty Pippen would have been the biggest fucking, like, you pussy, right? I mean, seriously, the guy couldn't, his back couldn't have played, like, you know, he couldn't do the back thing. He didn't want to take a final shot for fucking Kukoc, who hit the shot, by the way. Right. Um, I mean, I like, think it would have been leave, leave Scotty Pippen alone. That's so that these fucking pussies on social media these days. Leave him alone. His back's hurt or whatever the hell's wrong. With no, him. but like, come on. Nowadays, dude, we, but we bust like, uh, everyone's balls. When they can't play, Carson Wentz gets taken out of a fucking playoff game, and it's like Tim yeah, McCone. No, you do. I'm saying people on Twitter. Are like, Tim McCone's got to go in and play. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. that's just it's crazy. Like we we shit on those guys. Like, I what I thought about was Carl Malone. Carl Malone to me is a perfect example of a guy who's so overrated because he had all the talent in the world, but he never won shit. Didn't play defense, and like, like Michael like Jordan third, ate his lunch. He's like the third time all leading scorer in like the history of the NBA. Yeah, he's fucking overrated as shit. He never won anything. He's overrated, dude. Yeah, he's overrated. Yeah, he's, he's not one of the, like, you know, you put him in, like, the top, like, you know, whatever. But he's not, like, one of these guys where you put him I in the same class as Jordan. And I think he's one of the top top five power forwards of all time. I, he's, I'm saying he's one of these guys where I would have made fun of him and shit on him for never winning. Any, he would have been, like, by Peyton Manning. Oh, what about Charles Barkley? But, then yeah. but no, but then you would have had these people on Twitter, like, well, you know, you look at his efficiency percentage from 12.2 feet away from the basket, and he's actually the number one player of all time. Shut up! What about Patrick Ewing? I never won anything. I, I mean, want guys to win. Dude, there's a laundry list of guys you could say that about. And I'm not going to be an asshole if you don't win the championship, but I'm just saying I'm not going to give you credit for being like an all-time great unless you win some hardware. You know what I mean? But what do you think? Did you like the documentary? What you saw? I liked it. I was, I'm one of these guys who was a little too young to really appreciate Jordan as a kid. And from like 95 to 98, I was all about wrestling. So I wasn't really into like sports as much during that time. Uh, the one thing I truly, really remember watching is like the last finals, like the 97 or the 98 finals with him. And I, I understood how good, Jordan is. I can't tell if you're frozen or if you're just staring at a, your no, phone. No, right my, my phone. Okay. <laughs> you literally look frozen. He's just sitting there. I am um, just <laughs> sitting here. I literally, I, but no, like I, I liked it because there a lot of that shit I didn't know about and didn't see at the time. So I was, I, I enjoyed like watching and learning about, but I could tell from the reactions of people who did experience Jordan that they didn't really get much new out of it. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
Yeah, um, I like the Steve Kerr stuff. The stuff with Reggie Miller, I loved. Reggie Miller was Those great. guys were both clutch and loved to compete. And that's what I mm. fucking love. Kerr ended up going to the Spurs and was a fucking star with them. Yeah. Would hit, you know, hit big shots. Do you have a fucking cat? Oh, yeah. My cat's right next to the couch right now. I'm going to grab her and show you. No, yeah, no. I just, I, I thought, I thought. Cat... I just noticed just when you said that, I saw her ears poking into the. Yeah. Yeah, there's fucking... a cat here. She might sort of. So here's my deal. Cats fuck with Stop. me because I. I fidget too much. I'm like a fidgeter, and cats like like to fuck with me. You know, the other thing with like about about a cat though is they don't need me. Like you know what I mean? They can do whatever they want. Like that cat's fucking with you because you haven't given it attention in the last hour or so. Yeah, you know what I mean? and and the other thing that's cool is you have a cool little picture in the background. I have a couple um, cool little pictures. Yeah. Well, I see one. Oh, my from, right shoulder is Bobby Orr. Yeah, and you got the Goodfellas one. And then yeah, you know, one dog goes one way, one dog goes the other way. You know? <laughs> it kind of looks like someone we know. <laughs> in the back seat, <laughs> in the truck. Great. All right, we call we call this Murray's musings. We don't need the music. Oh boy, you know? got a random this take. Murray's got the, the fucking big pun or whatever it is. You want a random take? Murray's got all sorts of yeah. stuff in the world. Who is that? By the way, is that esoteric? That guy? That's Mark Feldman. Oh really? I thought it was that esoteric guy doing the no, thing. No man, you. Mark Feldman, part of the. I was like, it's a local rapper. Uh, have you hip hop sensation? <laughs> hip hop Mark. I don't think uh, I ever met Mark, but I know he's been around. Yeah. Oh, dude, he used to be at the Sports Hub, and now he's yeah. with the Get Up Crew, and uh, yeah, he's very good. Actually, very, very, very talented. Um, what do you think of the bumper bars? Have you seen these? They're trying to keep people separated uh, by six yeah, feet. It- this goes back to putting mannequins in bars. It's like we're so fucking stupid and we can't just we can't just stay home from the bar for one night that we have to put these inflatable rafts or whatever the hell they're putting around and just just to be able to socially distance. You can't but, just socially distance like the manual way. Yeah, but like I would drink. I want to go like in there that. with a fucking harpoon and be like, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I want to I want to I'm bump. not one of these people like you're an asshole if you go out in public. Like I want I I wanted to reopen the state. This is getting crazy. But um, I want to bump people though. But why would you? Hey. You want it? You need to go and have a drink that badly that you're going to do that. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I understand going to it as like a goof and like trying to just like you know fuck with people. I guess. But I mean, I could just go get some uh, Kowloon mix. That had to. Well, I didn't home. look into the whole. That had to just be like a stunt, right? I don't like they know. can't be like this is a serious. This is actually how we're going to run the bar. Don't now. know, man. I saw it and I threw it in there. That's crazy. Do you remember <laughs> those? Toy- I don't forget what they're called, but it was like a. It was like a, one of like a bouncy ball with a, like a plastic skateboard thing yeah. going all yeah, the way yeah, around. Yeah. You remember yep. those things? What were yep. those things called? That's what it reminded me of. Because it's like now you have to roll around on these things. If you want to yeah. go to the bar, but it's like. Uh, what are your thoughts on gender reveals? I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm single, so I'm not having a baby anytime soon. I saw one yesterday where I have uh, friends. I only have one, two friends who have babies at this point. So I saw like, one yesterday. Um, they 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 got their backs turned. The couple, or whatever. They turn around and they start firing pink fucking, you know, like uh, pink like paint at the guy, and the girl starts jumping up and down. Her sister like grabs her or whatever. He just does this little fucking doom 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 doom, doom into the pool. I don't and, think I've ever seen a man uh, excited about what's going on in the gym. And all of a sudden, in my head, I'm like, hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. Like, yeah, just like, just freezes and zooms in on his face. Like, at the bottom of the pool, dude. But it was so that, that gender reel was funny. But yeah. then the other day, there was there, this girl was trying to throw like a ball to this dude to hit them. 
I, I saw this one. And actually, he fucking he kept couldn't hit it. Out. Barstool was like, "Congrats to John Carlos Stanton." On the, on yeah, the exactly. One. But like, out, out. What's the on point? Gender reveals. It's you're making. I don't know. I feel like you're just making it about you. Telling people you're having a baby is one thing. Yeah. Doing the whole party. Hi, speaking and of there's party. people out there who don't think, think there's more than like there's people who are offended by the idea of only like a boy or a girl. You know what I mean? True. I wonder what those people think about it. They probably don't like it. Speaking of parties, what are your thoughts on Zoom parties or Zoom in general? I think it's I, – I don't mind it. I've done a couple things where uh, with, with my uh, friends who also are into wrestling, and there's, like, nothing to watch. So we we get on Zoom, and we, we start sharing old, like, classic clips on WWE Network, which I'm sure you know you could there's fucking watch anything, which is it's been incredible because we've been putting on classic, like, Monday Night Wars – clips and like just dying laughing at the outrageousness of it all because we're all like grown-ups now and yeah. back then we were complete marks and took it all seriously but now we're just watching like watch like kevin nash like fucking trying to rumble on down to the ring the way he runs is just ridiculous looking hollywood hogan spray painting people on, holy shit to that is that <laughs> autographed what you, you had him autographed shears do you see it hall of fame 2019 baby it's worth like 42 dollars uh, hey it's the memory that counts, you know. More than what we're making. Uh... Was what got, we watched clips with with Brutus Beefcake as the disciple. Remember when he was yeah, the disciple? Yeah, yeah. And we were we were cracking up because like my I have one of my best friends is like a savant about this. She knows like everything. And he would go in about like how everybody WWF and WCW sort of had gimmicks based on their real life. Yes. And like Bruce Beefcakes was known as being like the the head lackey of Hulk Hogan. It's just yeah. his personal ass kisser. And so, like, they made him the disciple and had him carry the belt around and just stand there while yeah. Hogan cut his promos. And it was, I can't. It me up. I, I like. I like Brother Brute. I. Um. <laughs> I. We've we've built a relationship over the last year or two. So really. I, I can't comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got nice, some Hogan stories. Man. He's a nice. He's a nice guy. He really is a nice guy. Yeah. Um. He's he was a local guy too for a period of time. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we've done the Zoom parties, but I think that's where it's like it's conducive to if you're like sharing, like if you're doing a watch party, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how I'd fare with like I've done a couple where you're just sitting there talking, but it gets awkward and nobody like, knows. Dude, you want to get drink some White Claws with me on Zoom? Yeah. Like, it's different if it's like two, like two guys like you and me, but if it's like get to four people or whatever. Yeah. It's all over the place. I'd, I'd get a little bored. Uh, and I'm always the one saying like the most fucked up thing. And everyone's like, <laughs> okay. And I'm like, all right, all right. Uh, were you afraid? Be by myself now. All right. So I, I, I'll ask this one and then head into quarantine. Um, quarantine. But I feel like I've been you... showcasing my chest here for everybody this whole time. <laughs> what will you most remember about this this quarantine? So like me, I, I you know, there's Tiger King. There's like the murder hornets you know um there was ufos at one point jay cutler like you know is lazy again i haven't you know, i forgot about it. most of these things actually all right uh i'm just i'm just like trying to think like what else happened uh obviously there was the jordan documentary which uh you know there's uh the, you know wrestlemania happened and it sucked um you know I, i'm just trying to think like what stands out the most for you so far uh, WrestleMania might have stood out the most because that was just weird. 
And like I had fun watching it. I actually liked the the shit they did where they like filmed it like the Undertaker match. I actually yeah, had the boneyard. Cool. The, the boneyard John match. Cena thing was the best thing they did. I thought that was awesome. The Firefly Funhouse. That was really you, fun. You understood it, right? Like I the, the, sort, I didn't get all the references, but I sort of so, knew what they were doing. Yeah. Well, let me break it down for you. John Cena years ago had a chance to hit Bray Wyatt with a chair, and he didn't. But okay, I didn't know did, this part. Yeah. But if he did that, it kind of would have been like John Cena turns heel. So when they did the Firefly match, they made it as if john cena was a heel kind of like when hulk hogan turned Do you know what i'm saying mm. so that's why the nwo thing happened that's why you know there was like all these things and then he finally does try to hit him with a chair but he moves you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it was kind of like a hey this could have been your life if you did this similar to what hogan's was right you yeah know, I'm, like, I'm your guardian angel of death or <laughs> yeah but it, yeah, it was. It, it was. They should have done, right. done that a long time ago. Was make Cena a true heel? That's how. That's how the Rock took he, off. He was that he ne- gave up he, on the fans and started saying, "Die, Rocky, die," and you know. He, he said he'll never do it. Like he'll sell him, he'll, He says he'll never be heel. That's what Stone Cold did. Like he was. He was supposed to be a bad guy, but fans just kept cheering him and cheering him. So they had. They had no choice but to make him fight I, Vince. I I will tell you this though, and um, so I I love wrestling podcasts. Uh, you know, something to wrestle with with Bruce Prichard is, you know, probably the, the trendsetter or the trailblazer. 83 weeks is awesome. Um, lately, I've been listening to uh, Talk is Jericho. I've listened to that one before, yeah. And there's a episode when he they had he had this cruise, and we'll wrap it up in a minute here. They, they, they had this cruise, and he's talking to Jericho. Sorry, it's Jericho interviewing Bischoff, Scott Hall, Diamond Dallas Page, and Booker T. And they said, hey, wow. you know, how the NWO start and what happened? This is and like I, a round table. Yeah. And I guess Hogan was doing Thunder in Paradise. So he was away. He wasn't like the gimmick wasn't working anymore. The, the I am yeah. a real American. It just it was because WCW was going a different direction, you know, and he couldn't come back to WWE because it just they were going attitude era. So they were there was talks about a, the third man. Remember how it was Scott Hall and then. Oh. His big buddy Diesel or, or Kevin Nash. Yep, the third man. I remember and, that. And they kept talking about this like third man. Before it happened. Yeah, I remember the whole buildup. And so Bischoff goes, the third man was going to be Sting. It was really. It was going to be Sting. I uh, that imagine the you think about how different the course of wrestling history would be if they if they did that instead of Hulk Hogan. But Sting was never a heel either. Don't forget about that. No. It so, would have like it would have had a similar effect, but Making Hulk Hogan no. into a heel was the greatest decision ever made. So <laughs> I he get- both companies at that point, and like the entire wrestling world was like, "What they did? They're doing that." So, so it's like they. So Trouble in Paradise was like being filmed in fucking somewhere in Florida, and so they were like, "Hey, he was in. They were in town for something, and Bischoff came by, and Hogan was just like, listen, uh, so who's gonna be the third man?'" And. uh and Bischoff like wouldn't give it away, and he goes, "It's me." And I guess, I guess, like Bischoff was like, "Hmm," you know, like, "Oh, we turning Hulk Hogan heel." Like it was like his mind was. Just oh, it just started at that point. But like techni- Hogan asked him, and then he looked him in the eye, like, "Oh, actually." But it was technically Hogan that came up with the idea. Like really? Yeah, like it was technically Hogan that was like, because I guess they were telling Hogan his gimmick's not working anymore. Like you got to change it up. And so he must have been thinking about it, like, hey, I'll be the third man. Because it makes sense. Two WWE guys with the WWE guy. Macho Man came over later. Um, anyway. That's true. Yeah, a lot of them are former. But if you, if you ever talk, 
Yep. T- yeah. And a fucking million dollar man. Virgil or whatever they call <laughs> him. <laughs> Vincent. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, talk is Jericho. If you ever want to listen to it, it's really dude tonight. Um, this is actually something I wanted to bring up to listeners tonight on Viceland is the uh, final episode of dark side of the ropes, dark side. of That's the another one I need to get into. That's been good, dude. Awesome. Like I, I wouldn't even like bullshit you. The f- yeah. opening, uh, the opening episode is a two part Chris Benoit. Right. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. And there's but, one but about new Jack. But, you know, New Jack was awesome because it's about Revere Mass and like what happened. Right, yeah, Mass Transit. Exactly. <laughs> but like the two part Jericho one, uh, sorry, Benoit one, Jericho comes off as a fucking saint, dude. A saint. And he, narr- he narrates every single episode of all of them. Oh, really? And, oh, okay. Yeah. But, but the Benoit one is, it's about Benoit, but like Eddie Guerrero, you know, big time Eddie Guerrero stuff. Yeah. Nancy Benoit, Vicky Benoit, uh, Vicky um, Guerrero's in it. Like, and then it's got Benoit's kid, and like it's dude, it's heavy deep. shit. It's fucking deep. I never looked too much into that story. I was, you know, yeah. still in like high school slash yeah. college when that happened. And dude, like there's one on Jimmy Snuka, like oh, doesn't doesn't look make he did some bad things, right? Or doesn't make Vince allegedly. McMahon look good. There's, I mean, Vince McMahon doesn't come out, you know. Oh, well, Vince, but they're, you know. but they're all good then. Like Dr. D, um, he like never broke kayfabe ever, and he smacked a fucking reporter from 2020 in the face <laughs> and like became a bounty hunter. Like it was just like the like a bo- Dr. Death, that yeah, same guy. Doc, not Dr. Death, Steve Williams, but Dr. D. Um, I, I forget Dr. Dawson, I think is what they call. But uh, dude, these were awesome. Like, these are fucking great. And the last year they had the, the Von Erics, and like that was a oh, sad. Yeah. The Kennedys but, of the WWE. <laughs> but tonight is uh, Owen Hart, man. <clears throat> oh, shit, really? Like I watched that show live. That was weird. But, like, come on. This guy should be... Owen Hart was one of the best characters ever. Be, forget about being Bret Hart's brother. You know, like... Owen was amazing uh, he, a promo guy. Great wrestler, great promo. He was a part of the Nation of Domination. He fucking wiped the floor with his older brother in the promo department. Yep. And he was but a like, comparable, comparable performer. Great heel. Good heel. He yeah, was a really great, great fa- heel. Great face. He could wrestle, grapple. Um, it's weird, but he reminds me of fucking the girl in um a league of their own, the, the little baby sister. <laughs> you know, the fucking dot this Dottie. The one who's this. but she's like the the so the star, right? Yeah, the one who like well, Dottie's the, the catcher sister. And then her fucking yeah, old, the other one who goes to the other team. The yeah, and then she knocks her over at the end. Like it just yeah. reminds me of Owen Hart. I don't know why. <laughs> trying to make a comparison there. Anyway, uh, versus Owen, classic at WrestleMania ten. Classic. But that one, that one's tonight, and I, I just uh, I'll have to watch that. I mean, is it like? Is there conspiracy stuff, or nope. does it only deal with like what we know, like Truth. what actually happened? Truths, and that's it. That's good. And that's why they do it because they have like you know experts come on and talk about uh they have the, they did the montreal screw job too which was really that's good. what I, yeah i was i was saying there's one that i'm forgetting but dude viceland you popped that bad boy and they're free on fucking youtube i have viceland oh really i was gonna say where do i even get viceland yeah try viceland i have the remote that i just say viceland and it just fucking, okay <laughs> i find dude I got, I got one of those too yeah. thank god for that damn remote right because like, i like the I'm voice like, search a lot i'm yeah. like sopranos yeah <laughs> They sports. can't understand me though, so I usually say like eight fifty two or like you know whatever the number is, <laughs> and it goes to it. All right, dude, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, quarantine. What Long shows time. have you? What shows have you been watching uh, currently during quarantine? Okay, I did a lot. I did a lot of video games actually. I got. I bought a Nintendo Switch right before we like had to close all the businesses, so I bought uh, the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild with that, 
I'm a huge Legend of Zelda guy. Love Ocarina of Time. Love the old ones. And uh, I played the shit out of that for way too many hours outside of work, of course. And uh, But like other than that, like I, I tried watching uh, Tiger King. Didn't finish it. Not too interested in like, you know, like psycho trash shows that much. Like, I don't know. I don't care. I think it, I think it just happened to be the thing that everybody was watching that week. And it was, it's not really like the greatest documentary ever or whatever, based on what I've seen. Uh, I tried that. Uh, yeah, I, I watched a lot of old wrestling clips like I was talking about with my buddies. And uh, I've tried to get back into like older movies that I either haven't seen or haven't watched in a while. On uh, Netflix, they had a bunch of old classic 90s movies. I did a Sling Blade and Philadelphia double feature the other Ooh, night. Philadelphia. Have you seen I, those I, movies? I saw Philadelphia in the movie theater. And it was fucking sad. In the theater? You were like yeah. six. No, I did. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it that. Is, what's it? Dude, I'm 38. I'm old. <laughs> I figure. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw Forrest Gump in the theater. I uh, I saw that in the theater. Yeah. Um, I didn't think like what well, I didn't think Tom. What was I didn't get what was so great about Tom Hanks before? I think it was just that he played a guy who had big. AIDS, and that was like new. It was like a yeah. new topic at the time. Nobody yeah. had addressed it, so it's like he got credit for that. But yeah. Denzel was better in the movie than than he was. As Absolutely, far as it was a good movie. But Tom they should have Hanks? incorporated the Bruce Springsteen song a little more. Because the streets are filled. It was a great song and it was a good theme song. And like they play it, they play it when Denzel like accepts his case. Yeah. You know that great scene where he comes in and he's like, "What happened to you? I have AIDS." <laughs> it's like, and then they go over the whole thing. Like they play the song there. They should have kept playing it. That's like that was a great theme song. It would have been a better movie, I thought. It was a good movie, I thought. But I liked Sling Blade a lot more. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, John Ritter was in that movie too. Yeah, John Ritter. Yep. Yeah, he's in that, and there's yeah. I thought that movie was good. The music is way better than Sling Blade. I thought. Uh, I'll tell you this. So, so I've watched uh, Better Call Saul is my favorite show. Um, really? Okay. There were some seasons you got to get through it, but but it makes sense. It, it, I think I'm right in the middle of the seasons where you just got to get through. Like he's got a he's, he's got a brother who's uh. What's his name? Not Kevin Nealon. What the fuck is his name? Oh, my, Michael Michael McKean. Yeah, Michael McKean. And he's yes, they, get through that because it's it's worth it. <clears throat> yeah, that guy was weird. The guy that can't go outside, or you know. Yeah, and he like has to wear like these like electrical blanket things or whatever. Yeah, that was the like really Breaking Bad ish to me. Like, or they have these like sort of weird cartoony characters. Keep watching, <laughs> like, keep watching, dude. Because now we're we're or I'm at season five, so you know we've broken it. Um, spoiler alert Gus Freen Gus is still on the show um Lolo's whatever Los Polos chicken whatever the fuck yeah spoiler Gus is gonna live Gus, Sorry, guys. Gus is gonna live <laughs> the cartel is involved oh and and um you know he might be involved <laughs> yeah <laughs> like just saying he, he might be involved but yeah it gets to that it gets to you know remember the dude in the wheelchair who had the fucking bell Remember that guy? Right, yeah. yeah. He, he's big part. Like, it's like, you know, and then it goes to Mexico, too. So, like, you want to, like, find out what happens there. It's good. Yeah. Uh, there's another I'll show. check it out. I love Breaking Bad. I just, uh, you know. The other show I've been watching, too, is Dave. It's uh, about Little Dicky, the rapper. It's I've heard funny. about this show. It's so fucking funny. I like uh, Andrew Santino, the comedian who's oh. on that show. It, dude, so I want to check it out. 30 minutes of fucking laughter. Really? 
laughter. I, was, I didn't like. I never been a little dicky guy. Whenever I seen him, it just seemed annoying to me. Never. I never was. I had a Jewish friend who loved to rap and loved fucking little dicky. The show is essentially a Jewish kid who's a rapper who's uncomfortable about it. You know what I mean? Like that's like what the show's about. It's well, like fucking... he's good, so it's like I have to keep doing this because I'm talented. Exactly. But I hate it. Yeah, that's and, pretty and like, good. Like the like the rappers are like, you're a man, dude. And he's but they're so weird about him. You know, they're like, oh, Yeah, you're so fucking weird. How are you a rapper? Like that kind of type. That's what the show is. It's uncomfortable laughter. It's, it's on Netflix? Uh no, it's on FXX. FX or okay. Hulu. Uh oh, okay. If you, if you have Hulu. And then um I like Insecure. It's a show on I've HBO. heard of that, yeah. HBO. Issa Rae, she's fucking great. So um those are my what snacks have you been fucking? What's been like your go to snack? That's a really good question, Joe, because I'm on the, the ketogenic diet right now. You aware? You familiar with keto at all? You're trying to get into ketosis? I, I, I'm in ketosis. I've, <laughs> yeah. I've lost a lot of weight. Wow, really? I don't know if you could tell. I used to have a couple chins down here, <laughs> but uh, it's sort of doing the job. of down like 25 pounds in the last four months. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. I used to be, I was, I was fat for a long time through like high school half a college. Then I, you know, tried the diet and I lost a bunch of weight like five or six years ago. And everyone was talking about how different I looked. I, you could probably look up an old picture of me on Facebook and be like, holy shit, same guy. Then I ballooned all the way back up to about, you know, 250 or so. And so I was like, okay, now it's time to get my shit together. And I'm actually going to try the uh, keto now. And uh, the key to, the key to it is sticking to it. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's not successful with a lot of people is because they can't stick to it because you can't eat, you can't eat bread, rice, Pasta, potatoes, like basically anything good. <laughs> anything you want. Yeah. You can't eat anything made from a potato. But you That's can eat like, you know, like I would eat. I'm half Italian. I like pasta. I'd eat string cheese all fucking day. This is what you do. Yeah, you eat, you eat all the meat you want. You can put like butter on food because there's nothing in butter, but you don't want to have too much of that. You can put like, you can have like butter and mayo and mustard because there's no carbs in that. But yeah, you can have meat, cheese. And like, so for a snack, what I do is I just have like a, like a bag of a, or like a handful of like a peanuts or almonds. Like that stuff's good for you. But I eat like pepperoni. You know what I do is I'll pull a Tony Soprano and I'll get some cold cuts of cheese and just, you know, roll that up yeah, and eat yeah. that shit. A, a gabagool. Bread. Get some fucking gabagool. Hey, fucking gabagool. <laughs> like me, I would probably get a bag hey, of I saw the fucking Uncle Ben's and I passed the fuck out. <laughs> I came home from the ping and I stopped at Satchelli's, you know? And I got the fucking fuck boyfriend home, and then I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> I know. Uh, but I would eat pepperonis and cheese and crackers. Is that okay? That's a pepperoni. Dude, pepperoni and cheese, underrated snack. Underrated. You don't even need crackers. Just oh, eat the pepperoni and cheese. Pepperoni and the fucking cheese, man. Zero carbs. It's amazing. If you can stick to a diet where that's all you eat, you the, could you, you don't you don't even have to work out that much. I love you the do the crack. standard 30 minutes a day of walking and you stick to the diet and your body just starts you're literally what happens is your body stops depending on carbs because you're not giving it carbs and it starts to depend on fat for energy. Mm. So you're just the fat is just fucking melting off of me. So I was I'm a large human. I used to bench like you know over three hundred pounds, like fucking yeah. it's like whatever. Once you stop, dude, once you stop the day you stop lifting or working out. It goes to your belly. Like, yeah. I don't have a fat ass. I don't have fat legs. I don't have fat arms. Belly. Nowhere yeah. else. It's like, it's like it's the, the last thing to go, too, if you lose weight. <laughs> exactly, dude. Like, you know, but uh, for me, I, I, I never drank coffee before. I was never, never a coffee person. 
And um, all of a sudden, I got hooked on iced coffee because I worked a lot of hours, dude. Like, I get up at 6 a.m., take the train, I need an iced coffee. Like, I, you know, I'd be at my desk 9 a.m., fucking coffee. I feel I, the same about iced coffee. Dunkin' Donuts must put like fucking MSG in their coffee oh, I, or something. I, 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 <laughs> She's I like, love- you wake up and your zombie brain's like, oh, can't, I can't do it anymore. So I got addicted to Starbucks. Dude, Starbucks gives me a buzz, like a fucking real buzz. Yeah. Um, it's so good. And um, I was drinking French vanillas every day with with cream, no sugar, just cream. And uh, dude, I probably was drinking three a day. Oh, and I get like large, a, like the biggest one you can yeah, get. Fucking Trenta large, dude. And uh, that's, like, that's literally like three thousand calories if you put no shit. enough cream in it. So, dude, I um, I get like a muffin with it too, you know, like a blueberry muffin or some shit. And it's been like fifty-five days, and I haven't had a fucking coffee. And like, you haven't had any coffee whatsoever. You're not even making it at home. Not one coffee, dude. And um, legitimately, like my fucking pants don't fit. You know, and like I haven't done anything (laughs) in a good way. They're too big for you. Like, don't get me wrong. I still eat pasta and fucking get pizza and all that bullshit. But like. Yeah, that's a lot of people have that same philosophy where it's just based on what you eat. Once you start putting good stuff in you, like, like I'm this. not going to stick with keto forever. I just want to lose the weight. Once I get to a weight I like, I'm going to transition back into a normal diet. But, like, yeah, as long as you don't eat donuts and, like, junk all day. Like, this T-shirt I'm wearing is uh, I got a, some sort of cop thing. And um, it was a double X. I don't fit into a double X. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm actually a f- – I'm, I'm, lo- I'm 6'3", so I'm tall. So like I I'm really like a four X three you know or a three a three XLT. Um, what is the t- <laughs> the extra? I think I know tall. what the T stands for. It's all, uh, <laughs> but the, I'm wearing a double X right now and it fucking fits. It's a little tight, but it fits. There you go. You know, do you, you know who Otis is in WWE? Yeah, he just yeah him. yeah big big boy. Most of my shirts, I look like Otis on the belly. I hate Dex Calhoun over here. <laughs> it only goes up to that. Anyways, enough about me. Oh, that's another, another podcast. Uh, your favorite frozen food? Oh, man. Probably cookie dough ice cream. Oh, I bought Richardson's cookie dough ice cream this week. A fucking gallon. It was. I still have it. Amazing. Rook Richardson's is the best. I actually got keto chocolate chip ice cream recently. <laughs> of course, I ate the whole pint. And there's, there's like four servings in it. Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, there's actually keto ice cream where they use this like weird like uh, artificial sweetener that like has that counts as a carb. And so like it counts as part of the carbs, but it doesn't go into your body. So like it's only like two net carbs, but you're eating ice cream somehow. And I was like, this is this is dangerous. Like, this is what happens with keto. This is how people fall out of keto is they start to eat like fucking keto uh, fruity pebbles and shit like that. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, you gotta eat real food. About, you can't about, eat this like fake like pizza, right? keto creations. You don't get a pizza and just eat the cheese and the sauce. <laughs> yeah, like I you can make a. Apparently, there's keto keto uh, pizza recipes. Mm. I don't know how that works. Uh, but, like that's just people lying to themselves. You're not serious about losing weight if you're like, uh, you know, uh, I can't fucking put. I gotta have something. Uh, sugar or whatever you ready for this okay this this is the you know the the fat guys always need to eat better so we try to find a way out of it bonza b-o-n-z-a it is essentially chickpeas but it's like i've seen these in the store before looks like pasta so what i do is i buy the bonza i boil it like it's pasta like a fucking pasta i put sauce on it and i eat it but it's not pasta it's chickpeas 
So you're That's not eating pasta. You're you think you're eating pasta. Yeah. Well, that I actually did the same thing with uh, with the zucchini, which is I got this little tool where you stick a piece of zucchini in and you screw it and it turns it into like spaghetti. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, I do that with. That's uh, how you have keto pasta, but that's I actually do that, good. Yeah, I've done that with cheating, um, really. spaghetti squash. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. I you I do I do buffalo spaghetti squash. Fucking put sauce on it. Buffalo Brussels sprouts, dude. Now we're talking. Everybody says, bro, I've never never tried Brussels sprouts. I don't think. Me, me, me too. Me that's a good keto food, but I haven't tried it. And this brings up the last question here. What has been your most obscure purchase during quarantine? I did an Instacart one day. And they gave, look me, around. They gave, me, they gave me everything I needed. But they gave me an extra bag. And the bag had avocados, a head of lettuce, fucking broccoli, and a box of baby spinach. Now, if you've ever heard me, you know I'm out on salad. I'm out on all that shit. <laughs> Somebody fuck with me, like giving me a bag of fucking avocados and a head of lettuce. <laughs> Instacart. Avocados are guacamole. Just make some fucking guac. I, I'm out on guac. Out on guac. Huh? I like the way people make it and the squish sound that it makes. Oh, you're one of those squeamish type of people. Well, texture is important. Texture, can, like a bad texture, that can make you feel, can make you queasy. Now, could you now like could you eat like salsa? Salsa's not bad. Yeah, salsa is uh, minimal you put, carbs. You put cheese in that shit. You can have cheese. Yeah. Mm, salsa. Yeah, most cheese. most cheese is like one gram of carbohydrate what at the most. Sour, what about sour cream? Sour cream, I think, is also good. Mm. Yeah, sour cream's good, and oh. cream cheese is good. You mm. know what I did once is I uh, made. This is another instance of lying to myself. <clears throat> so I made keto uh, mashed potatoes. With, with cauliflower instead of potato. I like cauliflower. What you have to do is you have to put cream cheese or sour cream in it to give it like the, the fluffiness of a mashed potato. Not good. Not good. I need to go back to real mashed potatoes if I'm going to do that again. But um, so what was the question? Most, uh, most obscure purchase. Uh-oh. I think your headset went under. Yeah, I think we lost your headset. No. We lost you. There he is. Hi. Up. Oh. You hear me? Hi, there you go. You're back. All right, I don't know what happened there. I have shitty these headphones cost like 40 bucks. Um <laughs> well, what'd you buy? I, I got a little like a uh, step trash can for my bathroom recently because of <laughs> Because I don't want to, because I don't want to touch the thing. Yeah, stuff I, like one day I just looked it. in the trash, and I wanted a thing with a lid, so I didn't have to look into it. And I, one day I looked in it, and just the hair and the fucking toilet paper with stains on it, and it's like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? So I got a thing with a lid on it, so I don't have to look at my disgusting shit that comes off my body anymore. Well, uh, Matt Doloff, I got to tell you, the two hours and twenty-one minutes that we did this podcast today, Holy I did shit. not, I did not think that. Two and a um, half hours. Wow. I think this might be the longest running podcast on Just Sitting Here. That's a good thing, right? Uh, yeah. One, I, I, did, I did two hours with John Seren Dr. Football, John Serenides. So I wonder if yours or his is the longest. Well, you know, let's do a filibuster here a little bit. How much time we got? <laughs> Would you like to hear a story about grandfather clocks? 
It began in 1622 in a quiet little village called North Andover. <laughs> hey, by the way, North Andover, Casablanca, you ever had them for fucking... Uh, oh, yeah. That was a yeah. good little Mexican Black drink. Black is a good man. little place, yeah. I used to get off at that exit 43 there, hit up that mobile rest, that mobile station right there. Right, and then there's a little Tewksbury fucking McDonald's down the street. Take a little road down 114, end up in lovely Lawrence, Massachusetts. Oh, I've been there. I know. I know the area very well. I, I well, oh, place sucks. Well, Methuen leads into Salem, New Hampshire. Yep. There's a fucking Popeyes there. I know that. Yeah, there's a uh, Texas Roadhouse. Oh, Texas Roadhouse. That's right. You right, start right going to Salem. Yeah, and then you're uh, yeah. So I know I know my I know my way around. You've been around Merrimack Valley a little bit, so I, I have been in the area. Um, I mean, I yeah. know a lot of weed dealers, so I guess that makes a lot of I, sense. I, but, oh, if you like that, high maintenance HBO. That's a TV show. Watch it. If you what you just mentioned, weed dealers like a comedy. Comedy, high maintenance. Okay, you'll fucking love it. It's like Silicon Valley or something, but with potheads. Um, no, it's kind of like um. Oh shit. It's kind of like a, oh man, how do I explain it? It's a weed dealer. And when he meets people, these people go through things. So like he meets somebody and smokes with them and then they go through something and the episode's about them. And then he meets somebody else and then he does. And it's like, you know, that's interesting. You could write that show forever. They know shit. It's called high maintenance. Yeah. It's uh, it's very good. I'll look that it's on HBO. It's probably at least decent. HBO. It's very good. HBO doesn't do anything bad. That's what I'm saying. Like it's there's a baseline level of quality with it. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, last night, uh, the wife had fucking the show Pen Fifteen on last night. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I know. I, I Billions is a show I want to get into because I've Billions. heard of that. Oh, that's on Showtime. I had Dan Soder on my podcast on this very own podcast. Really? When? Uh, why, look it up. You had um, Dan Soder on. You, you, did you know? Up. Did you know that you can find all our episodes <laughs> on Spotify, YouTube, and iTunes? You can listen to past previous episodes. Uh, you can listen to Matt Doloff's interview from today. You can listen to Ty Anderson, who you work with. There's the cat. Uh, what's the cat's name? Stella. Stella. Poor Stella restaurant in the North End. Um, Stella. Anyways, um, who else has been on? Uh, we had John Anik from The Voice of UFC last week. Uh, we've had all the hits. We had Big Jim Murray. Uh, we talked a lot of food and music. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was very fun um yeah we've had all the all the pretty much everybody but the main guys on the sports hub it's been it's been really fucking fun man and yeah I, I think i said before but this is the first time i've been on like a long form free flowing kind of podcast where you just talk about whatever because I, I feel like i've been in a box where i have to talk about sports yeah and, and, and they're breaking down the three four and it's like what am i doing i just want to talk about it you know Matt, if you're gonna make it in this business, dude, and this is what I'm learning. And listen, I'm I'm just an old guy who's been fucking hanging around. I'm like that boxer that's just like he's you know you're just sitting there. Yeah, like, no, but like you know, I'm knocking on that door. I want to be fucking full time. I want to be, and the reason why I want is because I feel like I can come up with content. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I know what works. I know talking about the hits and playing the hits works, but like, how long is that gonna go for? How long will playing the hits go for? Felger has an unhealthy obsession with <laughs> staying in, as high as he is in the ratings. So he, they hammer, they hammer the top, the most controversial topics. But I'll so tell you, I don't. Do. I'm not going to be that guy. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. great for him. He's fucking going to be the best going. But like, hey, if I get four or five hours on a fucking day, 
it's going to be, hey, shit, this is what we got for a TV show today. Here's what we're going to fucking do in music. Yeah. Like, you know, relate shit going on to the world that's like, you know, and, and I think that's the hardest thing to do is, is continue to create content. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm trying well. to use this whole shutdown as like an opportunity, like getting back to like bringing back my website. Like I've been looking, I've just been trying to come up with new ideas for to create stuff. I mean, I, I, I just want to branch out from what I've been doing. Yeah. And I want my content that's on the sports hub to look a little differently moving forward because I want to be who I really am, like what I think I'm good at. So Hey, you just probably fucking... gonna look a little different. This might be a bit of an intro to that. Yeah, this this. Well, my this... Well, listen to this and be like, is this that is this that weird stuck up asshole I heard on Adam Jones the other night? This guy. <laughs> but but listen, that's we got a taste of it and it worked. I laughed. We kept you on. I could have cut you off a while ago. I thought it was be a fucking hour. <laughs> I didn't know we, we kept going, it, going it just, like Rogan just, or something. I don't know around around MTV talk or Tom Green. I don't know. It just kind of went off the fucking. Just... And then we got into Game of Thrones and Sopranos, and then, uh, those are fucking touchy. It was subjects. like Tarantino. We like started talking about Sopranos, then went on an entire Game of Thrones tangent, then came back to Sopranos, then went on a tangent about Jordan. Yeah, and then Beavis and Butthead somewhere yeah. in the middle there, and now we need TP. It just oh, yeah. fucking went full TP circle. All right, he's uh, he is Matt Doloff, 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 Doloff. Like get it spelled the original spelling, I think was uh, D A H L something like that, and then the the, the fucking idiot at Ellis Island was like, "Oh, you said doll?" Like, okay. So Matt Dolph. Yeah, Dolph. Like Gandalf. There's other people with the same name that say Doloff, but it's like, what? That just sounds stupid. So Dol- like a Dol- fucking Dolph. <laughs> Matt Dolph. Matthew Dolph. Matthew Dolph. Yeah, All Matt. Right? My grandma called me Matthew. Uh, my Joseph dude, that's my court yeah. name. Like that's, like, that's yeah. like, you know, fuck that. Yeah, that's the name that's on the police reports. If you go look them up. All right, everybody. Uh, tomorrow, I am not having a guest. I am doing a solo show. Question and answer. Hey, you gotta deal with me for a few days. That's right. I'm fun with that. And um, and then it's Memorial Day weekend, and I'll be on with Felger and Mez. Go nice. figure. So We're you're doing the talk- headlines. You're taking Jim Murray's place. Uh, actually, I'm not sure. I think Felger's out. Oh, really? Okay. So maybe I'll be with Jim, and maybe we'll kick Maz out. We'll have the Murray and Murray show. Have you done a show with Big Jim Murray before? Uh, we have on the weekends, but we've never actually done like a show show. Not a full like weekend. We talked. We've talked about this, Big. If you can go back to the, you can listen to previous episodes once again on Spotify. I will. Uh, but yeah, me and Jim talked about it, and I asked him. I go, "Hey, do you hate having another Murray at the station?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, no, nah, not really." I'm like, "Yeah, but dude, like people tweet me." About you all the yeah, time. Yeah, so I'm sorry if you've been asked before. Uh, are you are, are you Jim Murray related? No, because I are just not. thought you both had J names, and like maybe your dad <laughs> thought he liked J names. Nope, nope. <laughs> just, just uh, he's from Melrose. I'm from Hyde Park, and those are two different. Complete yeah, I'm from Massachusetts, so I thought you know. <laughs> yeah, no, two complete. Murray, real, real fucking rare last. There, the funniest thing is there's another Dollar family in North Andover. Wow, not related. Yeah, well, like, not really. Maybe, maybe if you found a connection, like from fucking yeah. three hundred well, years ago or something. But well, my original related. So, like, I got asked all the time. I was related to this, this fucking other Dollar who was getting F's and like accidentally sending my report card to my parents. So I was like, oh, and I'm like, it's not me. Well, I used to be. I Joey. do okay in school. 
I used to be Joey Murr. That's what I went by for years. My friends yeah. called me Joey Murr because there was a bunch of Joe Murrays in my area. Like, think about how many Irish Catholic Joe Murrays there are in fucking Boston. Okay. Oh, it's stupid. Like, you probably have a brother named Joe Murray. <laughs> my brother's John Murray. But yes. You know what I mean? So, uh, but point of my story was when I got in the radio, I was Joey Murr. Well, come okay. to find out, there's another fucking somebody who goes by Murr. You know it's what I mean? Joe Murray. Your name's like the fucking... Your name's the shredded weed of names. It's like it's the most generic thing. Yeah, I know. And then and then I get to the sport. Your name would be Bob. That's the only way. Bob Murray is the only more generic name you can get. Like, I just, I want to go by Bubba. Or just like something. Do it. <laughs> oh, I guess that was already taken. There's already a, a somebody, somebody guy somebody. named Bubba. That's what I'm saying. I can't get, find a damn radio name. But when Mike Thomas hired me, he goes, you're going to go by Joe Murray and that's it. See, you should be the big Murray. You're, you're big Joe. Well, it should be, Jim Murray's tall, but he's not like. He's you don't look four, at him and like this guy's four, a six, three, yeah. You're the guy that ten people gang up on in the Royal Rumble to eliminate all together. The one you're man gang. Guy. The one man gang. <laughs> you yeah. no, you like eliminate twelve people and you're all by yourself saying, "Oh, look how good this is!" And then all of a sudden, Stone Cold comes out. It's yeah, like, comes oh, out, no. gives me a can of whoop ass. All right, I'm ending this. Uh, he's right, Matt Carlock. Yes. I'm, I'm keeping you. I'm, I'm filibustering so we can get nope. the longest podcast. I think. I think. I think we've we've hit that. Uh, <laughs> do it any tomorrow again. Just sitting there on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes. Thank you, Matt Dolloff. Uh, Dolph, for Yo, all your I really help. appreciate the time. This is really fucking fun. I hope we get to do it again sometime. All right, everybody. Q and A tomorrow here on Just.